Warning. Explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Hi there. Welcome back to the Great Northeast BJJ Podcast. We've had some amazing guests last season. Uh, We've already had a couple of great guests this season, and we have some pretty uh, cool stuff planned. Uh, This particular episode, Jay, George, and I just sit down at the barn, kind of take stock, talk about, you know, what's been going on uh, in that little time we took off here. Um, Everything's coming back up to speed here at the podcast, so catch up with uh, George at the time we were recording this. George was getting ready for pans, so you can hear his awesome diet tips, uh, We'll let that flow over you, and uh, and you can you can judge instead of you know why should I judge him for you? I'm certain that you can judge him all by yourself. Uh, anyway, uh, this podcast is as always sponsored by Port City BJJ, PortCityBJJ.com, Port City Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. It's a school on the seacoast area of New Hampshire. There's that little place right along the ocean that you can see if you look at New Hampshire on a map. We've been lucky to have some amazing people come in for seminars. We have some more amazing things like that coming up. Number of black belts teaching at the club and uh, part of the whole Mass PJJ network, which is all coming from the root of uh, Roberto Maya, who came here quite a long time ago and started this whole thing. And I think you'll see there's like an arc of uh, some of our guests coming up, which are getting closer and closer to, uh, to kind of putting all those threads together that we put together in the first season. Also sponsored by Crash Kimonos, crashkimonos.com. Abe has some amazing stuff coming up. And Tortuga Soap, which I'm sure George will tell you about because it's his company somewhere in the podcast. If you want to get in touch with us, greatnortheastbjj.com. Click on the Contact Us button and uh, we'll get some email. Or you can see us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the usual places. Great Northeast BJJ Podcast. All right, people, here you go. So we're rolling. All here's right. A, here's the two problems I have in life. One is the you scale. only have two, two, two. One is the scale. Currently, gonna, yeah, I don't like that thing. I don't like. I don't. I'm How not, far are you off? I'm not that far off, but I'm having a hard time making that final leap. I, I don't think the Las Olas is helping. <laughs> Maybe if you cut back on the sour cream, <laughs> on we the, can get I didn't there. eat. I put no sour cream on. Um, and I stopped eating chips before I wanted to. <laughs> but I made you ate a, chips. I made a sacrifice. <laughs> I ate half as many chips as I w- <laughs> That's fried, what I'm saying. fried tortilla chips as I would the like first, to have. The first six or eight pounds was easy. I stopped eating cinnamon rolls. It's a good. That's a good move. And it's a good dieting technique for losing. No weight. soda. And Boom. No, also, six, that was good literally one. six pounds. Quick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Quit. It really like, was. I can't think of two th- two other things <laughs> that w- are more fattening <laughs> I know. than cinnamon rolls and Dude, soda. And they were big cinnamon rolls too, not small ones, big ones. You mean small? No, like Panera ones. They're not small. They're not like they're you know they're. At- Ashley Roquefort, if you happen to hear this <laughs> podcast by some stretch of the imagination. George needs you. I, I think Jameson, I, I need get your fiance I in touch help. with. 
Georgie Law. Yeah, he needs help, man. So can we go? Can we? Can we all right. What, so what is other, your other problem? The other problem. I like kids' movies. I love them. Stop it with the bat. Just Listen, stop it. You Moana, don't really. Moana is a great movie. I just don't want to hear. You should this. watch it. Probably the greatest song I've ever heard in a Disney movie is The Rock singing the song. You're welcome. It's fantastic. For, first of all, you're talking about the most talented man in sports entertainment, <laughs> Jim Roney. Yeah, the People's Champ. But I think you. You are brainwashed. But anyway, listen. Here's the thing. We were talking about this earlier. It's like, you know, I go over to my buddy's house all the time, and he's like, oh, she loves this song. Like, my kid loves this song. And he starts singing the song and plays it on his iPhone, <laughs> and he's having fun. <laughs> and these are the worst fucking children's songs I've ever heard in my entire life. It's the dumbest shit I've ever seen. It op- occupies 0% of my brain power or attention. All it does is bug the shit out of me. Songs about fucking pumpkins and whatever and people dressed up like idiots. You don't like pumpkins? You don't really like that. <laughs> don't tell me you really like that. You be- <laughs> you like jets and machine guns and ninjas. I do like uh, Luke Cage. See, there you go. Luke Cage, dude. Is, Real people. He's a bad man. You don't watch you, cartoons. You need to listen. You need to go watch Moana. It's a good movie. Probably not going to do that. It's a good movie. What about Finding Nemo? Not for me, dude. Uh, I, I'm and I'm pretty sure the creators of that movie put that movie together. Not for me. <laughs> Just like the creator of Moana did it. Not for you. <laughs> Are you kidding me? It's not for me. It's not for you. It's all of these about it's me. For, it, it, it's for Andrea. So, so last night, I'm you know. So I I do love these movies. I get tired though of watching them sometimes. Do you like to watch Yo Gabba Gabba too? <laughs> I'll come at you like a spider monkey. <laughs> That's no. We watch Ninja Turtles. We watch Ninja Go. We watch Moana. Is this where, is this where the boy my nephew wants me to teach him spin jitsu? Yep. Is that there's I'm a like, guy named Sensei Wu in it? I'm like, what the hell is spin jitsu? It's it's super lame, but spin jitsu is lame. Um, but uh, right. Sensei Wu is in it. It's a good show. The, it's He's little, not. I, there's only. Have you ever one. seen the Lego movies? The uh, Lego movie. Yes, I've seen the it was Lego. Good. Mo- that was good. But that is not a, <laughs> for children. <laughs> no, it really isn't. So last night I'm sitting there thinking. They're serious like, adult undertones. Let's find a movie that we can all watch as a family. And I'm scrolling through my new thing, Netflix. Evil Dead one or two? Jurassic Park. I see see you disagreed. You said that was too violent. I think it's fine. It depends on how old the kids are. There's like a level where all of a sudden. How old's Andrea now? Sixteen? Seventeen? Five and a half, but she's got the maturity level well beyond me. That right. is on there's a certain level where they just don't understand the difference between reality and like movie people. I explained it to her. Yeah, except they're the fucking kitchen scene. All these dinosaurs the gotta die. After they eat uh, eat enough people, somebody. they gotta die. I was like, Not listen, good. the whole thing about the amber and the mosquito and the blood extraction. Oh, oh you had to explain science. all that? Right. Oh, I see. I did. So this is like some Ooh. Dorling Gindersley book. Of a <laughs> of a movie, you're gonna you're gonna in. It's not even scientifically accurate. Dinosaurs don't even fucking stand that way. T Rex would have fallen over. It's true. Proof. What about the one that gets on the two legs and eats the tops of the trees? And I'm not certain about that. Uh, anyway, she Giraffes fell asleep. 
And uh, I got bored of it because I've seen it a hundred times, and I started watching Luke Cage. So but Savage. Can we go back a second? Yeah. So you had to explain the whole DNA thing, dude. She asked me. Wow. And you and she understood at the end. Did she have some comprehension of what you were talking about? I don't even know if I had a comprehension of what I, I was well, talking I'm about. Fairly certain. I that mean, that's she was true, she but. like she was asking me about dinosaurs and like then some somehow magic came up. I was like, I was like, so there. I was like, it's well, not really, science. So we go through the whole thing, and I was like, well, there really is no magic. And she's like, yeah, there's magic. I believe in magic. And I was like, well, there might be magic then. Um, I'm you not want, gonna, you got to decide what hill you're gonna die on, and that should not be it. No, yeah, I'm not gonna tell you there ain't magic. Does she uh, struggle? Like, cause she's pretty much grown up around adults. She struggled with her parents. Yeah. No, I mean, like, does she struggle with kids her own age? Not because really, of her no. maturity level, because she is a mature kid, she and she's around adults all the time. Right, she's the most well-behaved kid. Like there's other kids tearing the place apart, and she's sitting there like eating her sandwich and <laughs> practicing jujitsu. Yeah, <laughs> um, sh- no, she's all right. She's uh, sh- yeah, she's fine with other kids. Like she, she plays. She's know? around the. She's around kids at at the club. She's yeah. around kids in other places. Oh, yeah, I, I mean, think she goes just, to school, seeing, dude. You're just seeing her in one. Right, and she can get she you know she can go full kid mode. Yep, I mean I see her with Soren and with uh, with Clembot and oh yeah, she yeah. does fine with them. Yeah, no, but she is. I'm going to disagree with the basic concept that kids should be well behaved. I think that's bullshit. I think there's a time for them to be well behaved, but there's no way you're going to tell a kid to go stand over there for two hours and be well behaved. You're just not paying attention to them. If that's the case, it is pretty much what she does. But I do agree <laughs> with you. And when I say well behaved, I mean don't annoy me. And <laughs> once again, not sure that's within the five-year-old's, uh, you know, quite ability to uh, to negotiate. Like, I think this is going to annoy Jay. Andrea, so never, I'm not going to do that. I'm fairly certain that there's nothing that that kid has ever done that's really like annoyed me in any way. Right. Well, I mean, I, she is. I'll agree with you. She's not liar. But I think there's a number of kids that fall into that spot. I think she's just happy where she is and. And she likes being at the club and things like. That. We're talking about um, someone uh, like a little a little person who's at the club, a small human being on uh, on a really regular basis. And I think she's just been there so so often since she was so young. It's not like you took this eight year old kid and said, "Great, go hang out for an hour and a half while I go right. take a class." This is since birth. Yeah, absolutely. Since birth. And uh, and uh, like like uh, like I grew up around uh, music. So I would go to like uh, my mom was a harpist and she'd go play musicals because at the time, way back then. Um, Do you mean harmonica like in the no, uh, in no, the carnival? The actual harp, right? No, the, the, the <laughs> thing with Mouth a lot harp? of strings. Yes. No, not the harmonica. Uh, no. And, and so all the musicals would have that in the 70s. There were a lot of. Uh, a lot of uh, like local musicals, like Portsmouth would put on a major musical, you know, Durham would put on a major musical. This is pre-internet, right? So there's always harp. So I would just get used to go going along and then hanging out during the rehearsal. And it just because of the way it was, most of the time I couldn't, you know, we wouldn't bring a friend or whatever. There's just time you didn't work out and you just hang out. And you just, I can see that. But compared to your normal Five to se- four to six year olds, seven year olds. They're just not ever going to be able to. That, if that my situation. mom played the harp, I would want her to play the entrance music every time I came out of my bedroom in the yeah. morning. Like the dream sequence, like, like every yep. time I walked out of my bedroom in the morning, I'd be like, thanks, mom. So, one of the coolest things. That, that would have been cool. <laughs> We've been. Uh, 
She's been my partner during striking class. You know what I'm talking class. about, right? Yeah, I totally know like what you're talking about. Dream sequence, Gl- like dream sequence. Hey, I saw Wayne's World. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I know what you mean. Yes. Harp glissandos, people. Harp glissandos. <laughs> I don't even know what that is, but that's what Jay's doing. It's so, a new word. So we've been we've been doing striking class together, her and I, my daughter, and she's my partner, and I hold pads for her. And uh, I saw that. Yeah, there's a video of you shin kicking her to the head, and when she hits, <laughs> dude, when her little head she's hits gotta the learn mat, to protect. It's so, so cute. Sad, yeah, no, <laughs> I feel for her, but she gets up. Blood and all, and okay, that's said, not how, what happened. How many times am I gonna have to kick you before you realize you got to keep your hands up? That's, that's <laughs> how many times must I, so I strike clear. you? This hurts that's, me more than it hurts that's, you. That's, that's right. Not actually how what happens. many times? Wow. Not what happens. So it's cute as hell. She's they don't getting good at it. Head. She knows, like you know, all the little you know things. And so yesterday I was rolling. And I look up, and she was over standing on the edge of the mat, practicing punching like she's throwing wow. jab, cross, hook, uppercut, just <laughs> throwing them out into space. I'm telling you. And plus, she's <laughs> she's just the right height for people like you to just take you out by the right? by the uh, by the goods, by the, the junk. Goods. She knows the oil check too. So Jesus. that is one term she picked up. <laughs> she actually right. knows the she's, term. She said okay, it. We're, she we are recording, it. guys. We're recording. She said it the other. So <laughs> she thought it was the oil slick. This is. <laughs> Kind un- of, she's close. Unedited podcast. She's close. So, so <laughs> I, she's okay. like, I was like, what are we? What are you talking about? And and so I was trying to figure out what she's talking about. And, and uh, you think she's not listening to you when you're teaching class, right? Right. Wow. So she's. I was like, <laughs> better not be listening to me. So I was like, where did you hear this? She's like, you. And I was like, oil slick. Oh, it was right out of that commercial. I, was like, I don't think I've ever said oil, oil slick. slick. And then I was like, wait, oil check. She's like, yeah, the oil check. I was like, ooh, oil check. You want to like, go and get taken you, down? Dad. Oil check. I learned it by watching you. <laughs> I feel like part part of this might be my fault. I don't <laughs> listen. No kid is listening to you like they're listening to their own. Parents. Well, you know, we've told the Nate Ryan story so many times. <laughs> the Triangle Escape. So many, so many. It's times. part of life, man. So something this, special about hearing your dad talk about oil checks, though. When you're, five. <laughs> I mean, I didn't when five. She don't know the in depth. Uh, Does she know that it means jamming your fingers up someone's ass to make well, the move? She knows you gotta, you know, you gotta uh, do what you gotta do. You gotta do what you gotta do <laughs> to not, you know, to I win. Think I think you're gonna regret this when you're older. Um, I don't know, man. Yep. So interesting story from yesterday for for all of you out there. Um, Devin is going down to a uh, top team in Florida and uh, trying to put some funds together to kind of support that training trip for him to, you know, train with uh, some real high-level guys. So anyway, um, they asked me to do a seminar at Nostos yesterday. Kind Which of was brilliant. I'm just going to stop you right there. It was fucking brilliant. You you are a very mod- modest guy. You don't do any. You don't get on the Instagram and show everybody how awesome you are. You don't put up all your shit. I wish you would at times, but whatever. Bottom line is... People don't get the depth that we are lucky and privileged enough to be around. I'm oh, done. Thanks, okay. man. That w- that go back to work. That's awesome. You yeah. make me feel nice and yeah. rosy. It was kind of boring, and you talk too much. But you know. I always talk right. too much. <laughs> but but you know what's funny? Crazy good. I I I kind of like. I got the impression that I'm gonna just go ahead and call him out. Uh, I thought that Jared Lawton was going to be there and Jesse Erickson was going to be there. So I I prepared yeah. some really cool yeah. shit, and I get there and it's like mostly white belts, and I'm like. Yeah. And I saw. So I started going. I just said, "Fuck it. This is what I prepared. So I'm, this is what I'm going to teach." And uh, just eyes glazed over. Like <laughs> it maybe it's not time it good, for man. reverse De La Hiva. Right. Let's go back to close guard. But, but this is a this is a jiu-jitsu podcast. Most of the 
Daily Heva. Right, Daily Heva. Like, di- so the the grip sets from Daily Heva that you can use to control because Daily Heva is not just controlling the leg, right? You have to have some control over the upper body, at least you should. And so there's three elements of control. There's the far sleeve, right. the collars, and the near sleeve. So that's how I like progressed from far sleeve, which is the most basic because you protect the open leg from getting stuffed and like knee cut pass and stuff like that. Yep. And then I progressed more uh, advanced to the close side sleeve, which means I have to use my leg. I have to protect my, my the open leg, you know what I mean, in order to set up these, these more advanced attacks. But it, unfortunately, they were just... Um, well, before you go on, there were a couple of really, really sweet uh, details there too. Like taking, like taking the, the unhooked leg. Those of you who are following along, Delhiva, one leg's hooked. The yeah. other one is usually on the far knee or above the far thigh, right, somewhere around there, right? Right. Taking that leg off and putting it on the ground was even today. Just fucking around with that today. That was yesterday and today. Rolling today, I tried it once on. We're going for those mostly big guys. I didn't get to roll with the little George or anything like that. So I think that's your third um, problem, George. But pulling the foot off and putting it on the ground, it really wasn't that bad. Like I'm like, <laughs> that, that sounds that like a that sounds like a, a more advanced thing. I'm going to do it and I'm just going to immediately fuck up. But because you're backing away a little bit, you know, you're kind of off on an angle a little bit. There's yep. not. And if there, and if I had the second grip, it's really not that bad, man. Uh, and the problem is I did it too early and I didn't have any second grip, so I was going to like. Kind of like a barn door swinging, but uh, I haven't figured that out yet. De, De La Hiva himself swears by that method, by putting that foot on, on the mat so that the opponent can control it. Like, right. Lots of modern jujitsu has kind of gone against that now and really used that right leg to either do like kind of a De La Hiva X or, right. you know, not caring if the guy plows under because you can barambolo and invert and stuff. That's it. Right. Yeah. Um, but I... I I'm gonna play more with that with that that open foot on the mat and and see what it brings because I do the other stuff and it might be you know an interesting addition to anybody that's really playing De La Hiva. Um and plus it opens it up for going reverse De La Hiva because your opponent's not controlling that. That was why I was bummed because like I know you had you were gonna go over to reverse next and right. when you bailed for the rest of it because I, I still I, I I love that but just to put a cap on it um, for me I noticed that as a newer jiu-jitsu dude i'll have a tendency to attack that leg the one that you have putting on the ground now oh yeah if it's up because i don't have a lot of skill i don't really understand the 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 jared i don't respect your hook knee slice to the right yet i usually get fucked when i get when i do that but so i'll go for either the leg drag or i'll actually reach over and go for that uh that footlock that you were talking about the rolling one yep and it's like so if you take that away now i'm like oh geez i'm like white belt fighting Delahiva again like just don't right. don't get don't get turned around you know and so it's yeah it was really cool so we're so afterwards you know we're rolling it was it was pretty cool too because uh one of the guys that showed up to the seminar um was my buddy brian who i went to college with who i played lacrosse for four years with um really yeah, yeah. And uh, and he was like, um, you know, he's interested in doing jujitsu. He was a wrestler in, in in high school, like really physical kid. And um, you know, looks like it, whether it's at Devon's or at Port City, I'm not sure, but um, he's definitely. So it was good to see him. So I roll with Carolyn. Right. This is Devin. Pa- Devin Powell is the person who keeps showing up on the podcast. He's the guy who went to uh, the UFC. George did a fantastic interview with him. Can't get rid of him. No, he's fantastic. Nope. We love Devin. And uh, Ka- uh, Carolyn is uh, Devin's fiance. 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 Please yep, getting married this summer. 
Um, and so I believe Devin extended an invitation to all our listeners on the last podcast to his wedding. Well, I mean, not an easy wedding to attend. You got to right. re- you got to really like uh, buy into this one. It's I don't know how how far it, it's got to be six hours north of here. Right, it's up it's by Canada. Way. Yeah, it's up by Canada. So anyway, so Carolyn, like I'm like, you want to start up or start down? She says start up, and I was like, well, okay, you know. And she's like shooting into my legs and stuff. And I'm like, all right, blah, 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 blah. We roll. Like I'm keeping it playful the entire time. And um, so she passes my guard and I roll to my knees and she puts her hooks in. So I decide I'm just going to stand up and like kind of make a joke out of the whole thing. So I stand up with her on my back. She jams the rear naked choke on. Now, the way I remember it is I was goofing off and I eventually tapped, but it was too late because I definitely went out. <laughs> and like crumpled to the ground. Carolyn got you with the rear naked. Put I went sleep. I went to sleep. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm joking. I obviously we know what's going on. You're playing. Oh yeah, playing like we're, we're, time, we were right? just having a good time and fucking around. But Devin goes. What happened when you went out? You didn't fall on her or anything, right? No, I felt like I kind of like <laughs> just crumpled on my own, and she Priorities. landed on her feet. Yeah. And so Devin tells me afterwards, he's like, "No, that's not exactly how it went down." I'm like, "What happened?" He's like, "You were tapping her leg, and she kept on choking." <laughs> And I was like, "Son of a bitch!" Um, and she <laughs> she sent me a message afterward. Better. She he's sent me a message afterward better. apologizing, and I was like, "There's nothing to apologize right. for." I've been choked out so many times, and I was telling my wife this story. We're in the car, and she's like, "Should you be driving right now?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm fine." She's like, "Well, you do realize what's happening, right?" I'm like, "Yeah, there's like the you know the the blood flow to my brain is cut off," and she's like, "Yeah." So <laughs> it doesn't have long term effects though, does it? Uh I don't I don't think it's good if you <laughs> The way you said that was so punch drunky. <laughs> I don't like with me? Yeah. yeah dude, doesn't I'm have long term effects, does it? <laughs> well, like ironically enough, her husband almost put me to sleep, like probably right at that very like mm. I'm trying to fight this joke. I'm fighting it hard. I know I'm we're deep into this role. I'm like, man, and I was you know, I was in the transition world where things weren't clear anymore no. right so you but. know what the, uh, the the interesting part about uh, i'm just thinking on the back side of this devin going down to florida train with some of these guys one of the guys um that coaches at att is uh din thomas who devin has gotten to know pretty well from the dana white looking for a fight show you know um, what else dean thomas likes tortuga soap uh yeah, I can, these, I can make these bigger. Hold on. So the and the, a couple of the other guys that that are interesting is um, Conan Silvera is there. Ob- obviously, Ricardo Laborio is there. Um, but do you guys remember Conan from the early UFCs? No, he's like a Carlson Gracie black belt, and he was like, like said that he had like the unbreakable yeah. arm or something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. He had like, um. Extreme fighting heavyweight champion. Yeah. So I remember. He looks like a, just a total monster in this picture on, on the internet. Um, so nowadays, so that's plus probably 40 pounds based on like, if you look, if you look up pictures of him uh, in his, in his fighting years. Jesus. Wow. Holy crap! He looks a little uh, intimidating. Uh, for uh, listeners, we've uh, we've upgraded the studio here. We're we have, we're officially putting pictures up so everybody can uh, see it, and we're following along the internet. So hopefully, there'll be a lot less fake news coming off this podcast, like there has been uh, in the last. Why do you got to ruin everything? Yeah, like Fisher Cats 
totally can't fuck koi wolves, just so you know, okay? How do you George. know? Dogs can't look up. <laughs> I know a lady that we need to get on this podcast. Who's that? That can straighten us out. I don't know. I had her for a professor in, uh, My goodness. at Conan's UNH. And uh, she taught a class about coyotes, man. Wow, that wasn't what the class was about, but smart lady. <laughs> I'm sorry I stopped listening. <laughs> what were you saying? Um, Mike, no, Mike Brown's also coached down that's there. That's him right and, there. Uh, Jesus. And monster. Man, an absolute monster. He's a monster. He is a monster. I've learned some good stuff from Mike Brown back in the day. Mike Brown's down at our, yeah, yeah, right. he is down there. ATT, yep. yeah. He used to be around. Yeah. Um, I've trained with him at Mass BJJ a couple times. Uh, fucking Steve Mako. <laughs> yeah. Poor, poor Derek. Derek's going to cry. He's a beast. Derek's going to cry because it's like, that's it, that's who Derek needs to be uh, to working with in, in my tiny little humble opinion. That means nothing. Uh, are you getting reflections? Is that why you're having trouble seeing or is it just too uh, small? I have trouble seeing because I'm he blind. He got choked okay, out right, yesterday. Right. He I'm, can't see anymore. Right. I wish that was the case. I wish I, had a, I wish I had a reason to, to complain and not... <laughs> He's lost his vision. So the, but there's this. I'm, we're just looking at the uh, the ATT like pro coaches. So, I mean, look at these people. I yeah, mean, I mean it's monsters. it's a who's who of, of striking. Uh, well, I believe he's there to get help. Uh, Charles Rosa Charles get Rosa. ready for a fight. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So Charles invited him down to to train. Right. So that's super awesome. I mean, I I think it's awesome for Devin that Charles would say, "Hey, Devin can help me get ready," but also I think it's it's really important for Devin to switch up his his program here and train with some new people yeah. and new faces. Yeah, new and I don't think it has anything to do with anything other than anybody should do that. I mean, everybody's right. going to do that. You look at look at the people that, that you know, the, the highest level UFC guys are bringing in on a regular basis from all over the world to be their training partners. I get I mean, calls and they're not all always the, time, the same you know? one. Yeah. They're calling me all the time like, hey, George, can you come down and help us train for this thing? George is just lying and openly just, into the damn I, microphone. You're, you're like, I, listen, I would, I'm too busy. I, I got to make a lot of soap. Yeah, and, I'm too uh, busy making the soap. Right. You know, so, so, uh, can't you know, help Hickson, you. if you would just stop calling. Yeah, please. I mean, I'm getting tired of so explaining these just things. Just have some to dignity, you. all right? Just stop calling. <laughs> just respect my wishes. <laughs> so, uh, I don't want to stop the conversation if you want to keep going about, about Dev going down to uh, to Florida. Were you going somewhere? Cause, no, I think we can right, cover it. I'm thinking... Most uh, of that story was to tell you that I got choked up by a girl yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, there's proof that you're being a super sweetie because you're, you know, monstrous. And I'm certain that... Uh, how did she get on your back in the first place? Passed my guard and I turtled. Yeah. She, the, those hooks went in quick. I was talking to Devin and be like, look, she's kind of new to jujitsu. But she's mean. Yeah. The I remember like mean the rear naked way. choke. Yeah, the rear naked choke was super tight. Like if, it hurt my neck. Well, look, if realistically, if you just tuck your fucking chin. Right oh, yeah. Right. Like I, 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 I allowed myself to get into a position where I could be harmed. Right. right. And she took advantage. Right. <laughs> the, uh, but I learned that from you. And you were I changed after what you said, because I, I like that if I'm, I'm not uh, maybe I should change. But for me, uh, so as a, you know, what I'd like to consider a pretty decent blue belt. It's like if I'm looking at new guys, I'll usually I'm not going to go in and just go tap them, tap them, tap them, tap them unless I'm in a really shitty mood. So right. most of the time to us all. I'm going to put myself into a position where it's not so good. And I'm going to practice whatever it is they're good at. I'm going to practice the defense. Out. Right. So that's why I feel so good about for most in most cases, getting you know escaping, following what George was saying early on. Like if you can learn to protect yourself, you feel good escaping. If you can learn to escape, you feel good sweeping, you know, that kind of thing. <clears throat> but 
uh, like you said, I mean, the, 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 you, I remember I, I talked to you about it once, and you're like, I, I wish I could get it dead right. Like the like the best, hide that, you know, something like that. Like don't just like fall over and go here, choke right. me. Right. The beauty is in it is in selling the fact that it's finding the happy medium where that guy is fighting hard and he doesn't feel like you're giving it to him. Well, I think they all know. They do, but you don't want to physically. I mean, definitely feel in your it. case, they they know if they're rolling with you, they know they're they're giving that you're giving right. Them but to not physically make them feel that that there's that you're giving it away, you right. know what I mean? I'm to make trying, them work right. for it and make it an active role, you know what I mean? I try not to just lay there and let, you know, like if someone if someone works goes into their past and I just lay there like a dead fish, and they pass, like that's that's no more than you know, drilling a technique that was taught in class. You know what I mean? That's not the point. Yeah, it's of almost rolling. even a little disrespectful, too, right? I agree. No, I, mean, I agree. But I, I'm, I realize a lot of people don't agree with what I just said, but I, this is my opinion. But you know, I'll take care of the dog. You don't worry. But, but it's like, what, what I was going to do is I was going to start a conversation because I got to go let the dog out. We're all headed out to Irvine, California. Out? <laughs> We're all headed out to Irvine, California in a couple weeks. Yep. Uh, b- before we even talk about pans, I want to know where. Everybody wants to go train. Like what? It, not not that we're actually going to do it, but where? What are some of the places that we would love to train while we're out in California? Obviously, it's gonna be weird because you're at Pans. Plus, most of the cool people at those places are going to be at Pans. So, what's the point of going there on right. Thursday if they're all going to be not there? Funny but, you say that. Like, like I've never been to 540. I know you guys went to 540, right? Um, I've been. Jay did not come to Jay's 540. Not, Jay wanted. So I'm going to let the dog out. But Jay I was talk more about interested this. in having strawberry daiquiris with with his buddy Pellegrino. And I was pool. playing chess. And it was a hot tub, damn it. Phone chess. Phone, Phone chess is not really chess. How is it any different? Dude, you have to have the you have to have the pieces. You can't do that in a hot tub. <laughs> With daiquiris. With daiquiris, like the the, the the chess board would sink. Yeah, but it just doesn't seem right with a on a phone. To me. It was pretty intense. Especially <laughs> after like the third lame. or fourth daiquiri. It was so lame. Uh so where to go? I mean, obviously we're gonna go to five star. And we're gonna go, and we're gonna go see our man Howder. in the garage. Yeah, um, for our pilgrim, our annual pilgrimage. Right, and he's gonna t- try to take my head off. <laughs> and he deserves, rightfully so. Why do you say that? Because you're a I, jerk. I am a jerk. Jerk jujitsu. That's what I you am. teach. Jerk jujitsu. I'm making a t-shirt. <laughs> the jerk of jujitsu. Yep. Um, you know what? It's kind of weird. Like. I think I'm competing on Saturday, and I'll get out there Tuesday. Right. Just feel like, you know what, like before, you know, it's just weird to me going to places before the competition. You know well what I mean? before, right? Yeah. Isn't it? Like, it's that way for me every year because right, you go and, last. you know, there's, yeah. And my back, you'll see, my, like, your back is going to hurt. You know what I mean? You know what the, it, it walking around on that concrete all all, right. all day, like your lower back starts to hurt, and by the time it's ready to compete, you're like my legs are tired yeah, from the Jesus, week. Jesus, right? Um, the cool part is, I think this year there's so many people coming out to support the team. Yeah, you know, like I, I've heard a, so many people saying, "I'm coming out, not competing. I'm just coming out to like experience it and to, you know." kind of uh you know support the team and cheer on their teammates and stuff like that i think that's super cool and i love that people are buying into the trip because it's a fucking awesome week awesome week it is just an awesome week and there's no there's no i i don't even know how to to explain it really 
it's not necessarily team building. It is team building, but it's also kind of like a vacation. It's also like a jujitsu pilgrimage. It's exposure to so much having to do with jujitsu. It's seeing high level competitors. It's competing yourself. There's so much involved in that week. Not to mention it's California and it's fucking shitty around here right now. Uh, and it's warm out there. Right. Oh, man, it's the best trip ever. But what do you think about like uh, going to gyms beforehand? I mean, you got to kind of pick the gym you go to if you're competing, right? right. I mean, like, you could go wrong easily. You could go wrong easily, and put, you got to pick who you're going to roll with, right? Before. Yep. And I mean, some gyms are not open to having outsiders. Outsiders. Well, it's 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 not right. a bad policy when you think about it because not the week everyone that's pans. yeah everyone that's in town. So all your own guys are training for the pants, so they're training hard. And they're going after it. And now they're at a, a spot where they're kind of going into rest mode. But you get people from out of town that come in that are also doing the same shit, right? They've been training hard and they're ready to go. There's a little dog eat dog in that. And so I've seen it. So you see what happens when high level guys from other academies come into our academy. And that's not even during Pan Ams. There's a certain level of you be cool and I'll be cool. Right. And at that, when you've been training that hard for competition, it's a little bit harder to control that. So. Uh, of course, you know, five star won't be like that. You know, we're always welcome there and that's a place we can go and train. We can go to Chris's place beforehand. That's a place that we're always welcome to go and train. I don't know. Um, you know, I thought about like I I wouldn't mind going and training at AOJ for a day just because I've never done it. It's pretty awesome. Um, like and so I, I think that so I went and trained there after Pans last year, two days after. And it was like. It was it was awesome. Like it was so awesome, and I shut the lights off on the kids' class, which was even more awesome. Um, nice. And it was super awkward. <laughs> and uh, you're you're ago. <laughs> who shut off the lights? Jerk. It's like oh. Well, I was like, I was. I mean, you kind of like. It's a very nice place, and you know, obviously high level. So sterile. So yeah. So like, I was always kind of like weird going in there, and I was nervous. And I'm watching the kids, and I lean over, and I hit the light switch. Like, it didn't turn them all off, but it noticeably turned off a bank of lights. <laughs> uh, and it was it, it made me uncomfortable. Right. I turned them back on real fast. But, but well, I mean, the other, I would have tried remember to that, that we come from New Hampshire, <laughs> and people around the world <laughs> do not consider New Hampshire like anything but a bunch of trees, maybe cows. It's like Can I? Vermont without the cheese, you know, and they don't understand that... It's actually quite a, a happening. Place. We got cooler mountains in Vermont, though. Uh, which ones? Mount Washington, Duh. Cannon Mountain. What about Washington? I like. You're gonna go Maine. You're gonna I fuck up and go Maine. I'm not I talking like Maine. You're gonna say no. I'm talking to Jay. I Jay's like Mount, go. Mount Mansfield and Jay Peak yeah. personally. <laughs> well, if you're going skiing, Jay. I mean, I'm not talking skiing. I'm just talking mountains. I Our mountains went, are cooler. They flew looking. right past George. So you that <laughs> I know, like now, but. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, no, so what I'm saying so. I was like, not only did you turn out the lights, but it's you're the guy from New Hampshire who turned out the they lights. They didn't all know. Uncultured swine. Yeah. <laughs> you're in Southern California, man. Like, so, but but I on. say this. I'm not from New Hampshire, by the way. I live here. You're from a worse place, <laughs> Massachusetts. Yeah, the Commonwealth, Taxachusetts. Um, masshole. Massive. That's a. But I, I. So this was after the pans, and everything was cool. Everybody was still training hard, you know, whatever. But, but I had I rolled with two guys that normally compete at my weight belt division, but they didn't compete in pans. Age too. Age. Like literally, ev- like it was like, oh wow, you know, like. 
Where were you yesterday? Yeah, but they were like, oh, I had this, uh, you know, whatever they were doing, which is totally fine. But I w- that got me thinking, like, boy, that would have been weird if, like, I came and imagine, like, going guy rolling. you beat yesterday. Yeah, or what? You know uh, what I mean? What's up, oh, Chuck? I don't have, I don't see that. Or, or like beforehand, like if you roll in beforehand and you're rolling with a guy, and it's like, oh yeah, I'm competing. Oh, I'm competing too. Like, oh, we're in the same division. Maybe at that point you're just gonna stop training. You don't train with. You don't else, train. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just train with someone else. Yeah. If you find that they're in your division, I probably would not train with them. Right. Because that's gonna get out of control. Right. And you're you're you're, you're tipping your hand a little bit. Right. Now, if I'm gonna win, I don't matter. Yeah, I'm tipping my hand that I'm gonna fucking whoop your ass tomorrow. Right. <laughs> like. <laughs> but you're talking about a very specific situation, which didn't happen, right? Right. It did not, not happen. Right, 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 did right, not right, happen. Right. But could have happened. Could, I mean, I'm just saying, like, if that guy didn't have a previous engagement, hypothetically speaking, you know, whatever, yep. like, it would be a weird thing, right? What if it, what if, what if, what if, you know, it doesn't matter whether you won or you lost, but like it was controversial, right? Like, very controversial. And then you see the guy the next day and you know he's pissed. Right. Or you're pissed. Right. That's weird. Weird. Yeah. Um, well, it's, it's funny. I was talking with, uh, with uh, one of the other guys at the academy, we won't, won't call him out. Um, but, uh, and we were talking about he, he's a relatively high high level uh, uh, player, and we were talking about just how each academy has like this different sort of culture and different sort of population. He's a player, and one of our uh, one of the population like yeah. of our academy just right now it happens to be like the, pretty much all except for a few. Like I want to pull a percentage seventy five percent or probably more if you really go through it of the people that are blue belt and up are two hundred plus pressure players, right? I see. Is, no, I, no, 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 no. Let me say. I disagree. No, I'm just doing the math. If you just do the math, the people that you show up with, the easily the majority of the class that are of upper belts, and then above that, a purple and up, pretty much everybody with the exception of Trevor. Hey George, and, uh, how much do you weigh? I know, but there's always two guys. How I'm much does saying. Trevor weigh? Right. How George, much? Trevor. How much does Andy weigh? Right. Uh, listen, uh, count the class. Um, it still the math still works. I can. It well, really not, doesn't. I can. So purple, brown, and black. Sorry, do you want to finish your thought before I argue? <laughs> There's no argument. I already did the math. How, let, let's name all the over well, 200 we, pounders. We shouldn't just call people out on the internet anyway. But but if you maybe your idea of what 200 pounders is different. Isn't that than what you do on the internet? I, call people out? Yeah. No, it's I not call it's, people out by name. But it's, it's 200 Go the other way around. Over. Go the other way around. Just do the other way around. Who's over? No, who's not. Everybody except you, you name for the like... Three. Uh, Those are the three guys. What about John Panelides? Fair deal. Fair deal. He's uh, probably, what, 170, one, yeah, 165, well, now, 165? Now we really shouldn't do what we just did anymore. Johnny Why? Because none of these because people care. The world. They not, don't care. They this, didn't ask for it. Bottom there's only is, three. You think John's going to John's what I'm gonna, pa- Pants is going to be mad that I brought no, up his weight. Do you weight? see what I, The point I'm making, uh, rather than arguing this, the, the I'm telling you, the overs, like, everybody is. Sasquatch. They're. Every everyone else, no. Yes, no. Yes, there's only a few. Ye- five, maybe. Five. I'm gonna say five. Five over what? Two hundred. S- you're not including yourselves. What is and the, you and what, Derek? What is the? Well, so I am them? like. I'm not calling out weight. What I'm saying is these are are what I'm saying is the culture at our place is heavy pressure game, and what I discovered. Denial. I'll use myself as an example. <laughs> no, I'll use myself as an example. There are very few upper belts where I'm playing. I'm not. My main focus is always I need to get out. I need to either avoid being on the bottom 
Or if I'm on the bottom, this is something I'm interested in talking about. If I'm on the bottom, I'm trying to avoid the pressure in the first place mm-hmm. and either escape or sweep. Right. And so it's cool because I was having this cool conversation. And, and the, co- the conversation is really interesting. You threw, uh, you, we did a class the other day. You guys both were working on, a, a, just happened to line up in your classes. Where if you're on your back, one of the cool things about jujitsu, like the one of the, the premier things about jujitsu, is fighting off your back, right? It's right. very different than most of the other, if yeah. if not everything else. It's one of the big differentiators, right? And so there's some math here, and the, you know me. Like one day we have to have one of these, just the three of us, where we just get the theory craft the entire time, because this is like my thing. But let me just do an easy version. I won't get you guys going because right. it seems to trigger you guys sometimes. But uh, Math, cool. right? Yeah. Watch the I am math. very Trigger sick. is the buzzword. And there's, Cal- and Cal- there's, calmer and, than you are. And the, there it is. There <laughs> it is. You are, dude. I, I just <laughs> did. I triggered. Uh, no, it's it's the math, right? So watch. If I'm on my back, forget about uh, uh, belt level The process is sweep, get on top. So it's like defend, sweep, get on top, and then pass, and then sub. Sure. Yep. So let's say at least four steps there. Sweep. Get on, to, you know, get on top, sweep to on top, pass, and then come up with some sort of sub. So you're going to come up with a position and then sub from that position. That's sort of like the traditional look at it, right? Yeah. Obviously, this is, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Color. There are subs from if, the bottom. Yeah, you well, could. Guys, hold on. So that's what I'm saying is <laughs> if on the other hand, for off your back, you just throw up a sub, the math is you skip three steps. What? Fair? <laughs> Fair, yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? You're going yes. from your back. You go right to the sub. You're skipping three steps. Right. True. It's safe to say that if I'm looking at a monster that's out of my you know, power range or whatever, it's going to be, I find that I, that's one of the problems of my game is I don't spend any time just throwing up subs from the bottom because I spent almost all my time with anybody upper belt, I'm not talking about white belts, but, but any upper belt, just we're concentrating on this one system so as not to get smashed. Because if if I know I can escape no matter what, if I'm with someone who's in my weight range or in my age range or whatever and I'm fine, that's great. But if not, it continually keeps to get worse, worse. Like it's one thing to get caught in side control. It's another thing to get caught in side control with a big guy. It's another thing to get caught in side control with a big guy who has a pressure game, right? So it, yeah, and has- all those things add up to... Don't fucking throw up a triangle, buddy. Right? Well, so here's the thing. But I still want to learn how to do it. I, I, I agree. I, I hear what you're saying. And this isn't a complaint. It's, a, it's just a thinking thing. So there's there's two ways to look at this. From a training perspective, you should just do what you're doing, which is throw right. up the triangle. Like, right. you know, I do the all those people that you're thinking of that are way bigger than you. They're way bigger than me, too. But I am still... Looking, we're you leaving, fucking we're leaving both George of you guys. Out. Both of you guys. This is not a size conversation. So small. I'm not. I'm not, 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 not two thirty-five or right. two forty-five or like that's just not no, me. No, no, no. But nice. here's the thing. George, I, feel, George, I really George, feel for you guys. <laughs> it must be tough, you know. I'm rolling with these big guys. But here's the thing: if you're looking at an the element of if if you're looking for success, right. not training. I'm taking training and getting better and right. like you know. If you're if if you're looking at success in the role, the problem is that you're on your back in the first place. If you want to be successful, yeah, don't don't let Sasquatch on top of you in the first place. Make, right. put yourself on top. But that's but follow what I'm saying, Jay. I'm actually 
I'm taking the role on behalf of the audience of somebody who's not has not been doing it for forever. I don't have this this you know this really amazing game, and it's not a complaint. I'm sad. I'm figuring what I want to do is have a game that just works on everybody. But what I'm realizing is that if that game is just stay on, get on top, stay on top, always sub from on top, that's great. But it's it's there's got to be more to it. And since I don't train to win, I don't really care. Well, like I said, that, I don't care that, if I'm going to get that's, passed. That's but. what I mean. I mean, if you're after if you're after success, not training, not getting better. If you're after success, if you're at at it to win, right. the answer is don't end up in the bottom in the first place. Right. But if you want a game, so here's the thing. Your game is going to evolve so much over the next two or three years. Right. Like you're at the point now where you understand jujitsu at a pretty good level right. and you've got most of the techniques and you understand the mechanics of how all these things work. Now the trick is finding the game that's going to work for you. And right. what you're talking about is where so many people are at this at this point in, in, in their career, like kind of advanced blue belt stage. And they're like, okay... I know the techniques, but like I'm having trouble making them work and chaining them together and finding my way through this thing. That's why I'm bringing it up. I, I don't. We don't need to take uh, you know podcast time to talk about me. I'm doing it kind of on behalf of those guys. I'm saying that there's. It's tricky now to realize that I'm balancing something. Obviously, if I just wanted to be really fucking good, I would take a bunch of privates, figure out exactly what I'm already pretty good at. And then just right. hone the shit out of that shit. Right. And there are a lot of people that, that even on the world-class level, I mean, there are blue belts who've won blue belts, opens fucking two years in a row, and they're still blue belts. And that's just a different life than me. I'm not interested right. in the belt or whatever that kind of stuff. I mean, obviously, I appreciate it, but I mean, not trying to win or try to get a belt. And it's weird trying to say, I don't want to limit my game just because of who we happen to have at the club. And, is what I'm saying. and you shouldn't. So here's the thing that... that, that the easy solution here, the easy mental approach to take this is just keep training. That's the, like, and I'm gonna, that's at a macro level, at a micro I know, level. I mean, it's a little Deus Sashimakana. I mean, like, right. like every if you throw this against everybody, that's who I'm taking a. I'm using myself as an example. That it's true. No one's arguing. If 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 some if the 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 me that I'm talking about, if the if the advanced blue belt just stops, they're never getting any better. And if they only go one day a week, it's not going to get any better. I agree. Let me make it easier for you, though, please. So when, you know, if you're on your back and you're saying, okay, I have two or three sweeps that work well for me or right. two or three techniques, it doesn't matter. So at, at that level where, where you, re you make the, the realization that you're weaker off your back than you are on the top, and that's the case for a lot of people. Guard's kind of like the, an advanced, very difficult to pass, very difficult to defend against guard is one of the last things that kind of gets developed for most people. Can we but just stop and say that again? Just hold on a second. I get what you're saying. You're saying, though, having a high-tech, having a really effective guard, guard is one of the last things that many people develop. Right. That's That answers a lot of the questions that yeah, I'm hoping... That's that not all-encompassing. That's I'm not all true. on everyone's behalf, yeah. Right, because let's look at the reality of the situation. There is a basic understanding of a primitive combat level that people come into jujitsu with saying i get on I take the guy down i stay on top i pin him like i see in wwe that's fundamentally true in jujitsu that you'll have success if that's what you do 
it's 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 less. Oh, I see what you're saying. That people are not ad- adept at being on their back. They're like, this isn't a natural position for me to feel like I should be able to attack from. Like, so accepting right. that in your brain is step number one. Well, but there's also a math there, which is that if people come in and they're naturally, and especially athletic guys who come in or or gals who come in from another sport, if that's one of the first thing that they get together, which is get on top, get heavy, do this up. That's actually mathematically going against the idea that the other side of that, which is being able to defend yourself against anybody who's trying to do that is one of the last things. That's really enlightening. I mean, that's actually right. sheds a lot of light onto the situation. Wrestlers go one way or one of two directions in jiu-jitsu. They, they're always, they'll always be tough. You know, a couple years in jiu-jitsu, they will always right. be tough on the mat. But some, like, really embrace jiu-jitsu and learn to have a bottom game that can lead to sweeps and singles and things like that and ways for them to get on top and they become very dangerous off their back. Guys like Jimmy Quinlan, you know what I mean? And then there's others who don't, who just rely on their wrestling and that that strategy to stay on top always and never really develop a bottom game. And that's kind of, that, that that's a tough scenario. But, so what I was going to say is, uh, off your back... The way to do this and and the easiest way to do it so that you don't feel like you're getting smashed every day. Like, I'm not recommending you just go and start throwing triangles up. You know, you can do it and eventually it will work and you'll figure stuff out. But flowers grow from the strongest branches. So you should be going to those strong positions you have and trying to add techniques to those positions from the bottom that that you're already strong at. Right. Really branch out from a good solid base and find new techniques within that area to kind of complement the game you already have. And it will naturally lead. You'll fill in the gaps over time, and eventually you'll be like, oh, there's way fewer gaps than there were a year ago or two years ago. Right, and we should be, let's make sure that we're completely authentic. I mean, I've talked to Jay about this before. I'm kind of playing. I'm playing the role of the person, you know, who's listening to the podcast. I'm. I'm actually aware of that, and that's exactly what's happened. Obviously, there's some subs I can throw up from the bottom right away right now. If I get close guarding, throw up the collar choke. So, right. you know, they, there is. Or and for me, the I like the I like getting out to the side and then work from the whole plata. But like you said, like if you can get strong for those positions, think right. about it's th- just there's a math thing which just is driving me nuts. Why, why are you gonna bring math into it? Because because if there's somebody. Well, because they're one of the fascinating things about this, and I and I know you're going to agree with me on some level of this, George, which is weird, but um, <laughs> which is that the one of the fascinating things about jujitsu is it seems like endless, right? And that's like a a common cliche. Oh, it's endless. You know, you can you can never learn it all, right? But I think part of what's going on is there are too many variables that go into what makes people great. For example like leg length or flexibility or power or whether or not you spent six years in a wrestling room or whatever. There's a million different angles to this, right? What kind of game do you have? How does that matchup work? We all know that sports-wise, we're, uh, we're watching Mendez highlights in the back while we're doing it. Sports-wise, a lot of that shit is going to work on some people. Sports-wise, some of that shit is not going to work on a large, giant dude. And, right. and I think... That endlessness is what's so fascinating. I mean, we're all fascinated by that. But the reality is I'm basically saying I need to admit to myself, which sucks, that I have to have a different game for different people that I just need to Why develop. Why does that suck? That's a good question. 
That's a good question. But because I, I want to know what I want to be universal. I want to just you want the easy way where I learn. No, I get good at six that. things were, no, and I can doing, do them to everybody. Stop to everybody. it! No, that is not what I mean. I know who you're talking about. Don't. What, what do you mean? Oh, you I want that quote. Talking about <laughs> Ricky Bobby. Don't put that juju on me. Do not do that to me. No, that's not what I mean. I'm not looking for the easy way. I'm actually looking for the other way. The easy way would be fucking be great at one thing and just kill everybody with it. No, I just I I'm trying to. I'm, I'm a fucking like you said. Uh, it was relatively advanced blue belt. I'm certain there's a million people that are listening that have the same frustration. It's like, hey, if why can't I get all the transitions together? How come I have all these tools and I can't use them? Where are all these weapons and I can't see them? If and, the and million people that are listening could each send in a dollar, I would be stoked. Can you I could go ahead and do that? Yeah, I, be, we accept PayPal. We don't. We, we don't need a dollar from everybody. It's just a dollar from yes. Each we, we need a dollar from from a million people. Let no, me. Can I just ask? Two like, two dollars. Do we need more? If someone, if there's a little guy, this doesn't have to be an argument. He's playing you know, guard. We don't have to argue right now. We're not. I'm not arguing. I'm not, I'm not arguing that no, with you. There is no argument here. <laughs> I'm but not arguing of, that with you. Think about this. Think about this. I'm thinking. I'm playing guard. Someone's in my guard. They're 200 pounds. That means you're not closing your whatever. guard. Whatever. My guard is it's closed. Your or whatever. Guard is not closed. Maybe it's not. Guy. Crossing no, your, big, your big toes. Yeah. Like, you never close. However guard. it is. I'm attacking. I am just attacking. Uh, what is what that you person? Mean, are you going to sweep attack or attack? What do you mean attack? Attacking with everything. All, all sweep, the above. chokes. Always be choking. Always be choking. A, and B, I'm trying. C. I'm attacking with sweeps. I'm attacking with chokes. What is the person on the heavy smasher on top of me doing? They have right. to defend. They got to defend. What you're saying right? and what I'm saying are not. But I get tired and then I'm not arguing. I'm just asking the question. No, no, no. What I'm I saying know he can what get the job, but can he do, can the, he job? do the job? <laughs> I know. No, he that, can so get the question. The job. No, the question I'm coming at, George, is. is I'm it's not arguing that with you. Selection. <laughs> the selection of attacks. Um, Always be choking. Yeah. I know, for number yeah, one. I, you know what? I got to be honest. I'm going to call you out on this. Yes, I get it. But that's not that's not the answer. The answer is, are, for example, are you throwing De La Hiva on a, a big, heavy pressure guy? Yes. You are. George, are you throwing De La Hiva? I, I have to. Right. If he stands because, up in your guard, what choice yeah. do you have? Do you see what I'm saying? No, but that makes sense. But then from there, the chances of you inverting, bearing ball, doing something like that, compared to reaching up, grabbing the dude by the collar, and flipping them over you are going to be different and that's not to say that that's not good i remember this i'm predicating this whole thing on that it's i wish that we could all do it all is what i'm saying it's like i don't i don't want to get to that i did the same thing in judo at some point it's easier just to go i am a fill-in-the-blank guy like i can fucking burn bowl anybody in the world and that's that and and that's cool but it just doesn't fit my personality, and I know it doesn't fit a lot of sort of recreational part. Of, part of what you part of what what you're dealing with is the fact that you know, at a fairly detailed level, the people that you're training with, their game, the techniques. That's more really of what point. you're speaking to point, than the yeah. size of the person. I don't change like if I if if I'm gonna go and train with someone, if they're 220 pounds, they're 170. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna behave pretty much the same way. But if you were George's size, are you gonna do the same thing? Yeah. Uh, I think really? George does the same thing. Mm, he's throwing. You're gonna be every time his game. I George has a game game, you know. Yeah, but every time I I train with George, he's not saying Jay's much bigger than me. I should just pull guard because I'm not going to take him down. George is trying to snap me down and put me in guillotine. <laughs> why, why don't you ask George? Because I'm an asshole, right? But 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 
I think George is doing the right thing because he's taking his game and saying my game is what it is and I believe in my jujitsu. So I'm going right. to use it right. on everybody regardless of how big or strong they are or small or whatever. Like Part my of it is is my ego and I'm like, F you. I'm going to do this to you no matter what. Right, you know what I mean. Yeah. There is part. Yeah, of I'm that. being a little more it, part like of it, scientific though, about it. Like, I, what's the most efficient solution? I have different. Ego I roll aside. with different people, all different ways. I mean, I roll with a bigger human, different than I roll with a girl. You know, I mean, I I have different roles with everybody, but I to me, it's the more the question really is like the the white belt fury guy versus. You know, I I don't mind like if if I got a two hundred and twenty pound technical blue belt or above, I'm fine with that. I'm more worried about the two hundred twenty pound white belt fury guy who I don't know what they're gonna do. Right, that's different though. Well, that's then, adjusting. That's and, adjusting and your role based on the intensity. Yeah. Right, but, and, but but George, that that point is right there. You're actually kind of. I'm not winning or not. I'm just throwing these all the ideas. Oh, out. I but see what's for going me, on now. No, 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 I'm not. I'm Keep trying to make sure it doesn't turn into that. What I'm saying though is, see, now I don't care about the 220, what we know the 20, uh, the, the white belt fury guy as much because I'm bigger than you. Like I, that guy doesn't is not as effective with me. It's not about effectiveness. It's about me getting hurt. No, right? no, I'm agreeing. I agree. We're, I don't we're all get hurt. we're I don't all get hurt. talking about the same right. thing right now, though. Well, so I'm just like, saying. see what I mean? I don't change my game as much because of the heavy guy. No, the, see, I change is, my game according to pressure or not. If, it, if uh, they got, right, if everybody fair. stands up and, and dances around at a strando, I love that game. But once you go slonk, knees are staying to the ground. I'm coming in low, over under, pass the leg, squash. You know that kind of thing. Now I have a different game. I guess it, I'm. I'm it's so funny the, that the advanced guys who are listening are like, duh, blue belt. Right. The, the, <laughs> the answer, the, the, mostly the answer to your question is that, first of all, you need to get used to that pressure. Right. And second of all, you need to experiment with what you're doing from there. Right. Um, because you're going to find yourself in those positions. We all do. Yeah, well, that's the, it's Port City. That's where we live. We live right. under pressure. Right. Or 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 putting on pressure. It's a but pressure. It's a pressure. The, the intensity thing is a different thing. That's a, that's a dial that I've mean, yeah. I've learned to. I can move it slowly. I can move it quickly. I can dial it down. I can dial it up. And usually with white belts, blue belts, and purple belts, I'm dialing it down pretty far. Of course, yeah. And but when they come at me like a fucking spider monkey, all hopped up on Mountain Dew, like. I don't want to get hurt. I know that it's possible that I could get hurt with a, a person the same size as me who's at not even in control of their own body. So I'm more likely to sweep them hard and get on top and, and just be like, all right, time to calm it's down, funny. boy. Yeah, you're, well, I'll call myself out of then. Yeah, so uh, yeah, to be completely honest, if it's a white belt fury dude, especially a bigger one, I'll just stand up. And then I'll right. just dance around with them for a little while and then trip them over and then get back up again. I, I, I'm like <laughs> right. not going to sit underneath a, a, a fucking, you know, until they Wait get to them know to me. Yeah. slap a hard ankle lock on. Or oh, I don't want to even think about Land it. on your knee or yeah, something. I'm just going to stand up. But yeah. Not that, by the way, I'm not I'm not chastising white belts no, in any no, way. No, not at all. We were all there. Right? Jesus, I was the worst. I'm just trying <laughs> to not. You, you must have shut me down like six times. Like, I want you to not. Be on top for like the next six months. You actually right. said, and Derek said the same thing. You're like, just play from the bottom, dude. And then coach finally comes over and goes, look, look, you just get get on the bottom and learn how to do this. <laughs> this is how you do it. The yeah. problem is, I think, it's okay. not that white belts are bad. 
It's just oh, no, they're, I don't know there. what you're gonna like. I can generally like when when either any of us roll, I know what's gonna happen. Generally, you know what I mean. Like I know how you're moving. We all know what we're gonna you know our movement. We know it's not gonna be like it's nothing secret. No, dude. But you got a new white belt. You don't know who that person is. You don't know anything about them. You have no idea what they're going to do, and it's like... Well, there's, there's a couple other things, too, I think. Next thing you're eating elbows. We're, we're oh, used, yeah. You know? uh, we're used to... Are you guys more even far more than me, but we're used to the, hit, the mindset, the sort of post-trauma mindset that everybody who's been in jiu-jitsu for a couple of years has. Like, you're not coming in... Mo- at our academy... Most of the people at our academy are not coming in going, I need to dominate today. Like, that's not really the point. Tough, but, cr- tough crowd to accomplish that. But what I'm getting at is, in, and if they're one of those types of people, they'll usually recognize the wide gap between the white belt and themselves mm-hmm. and will you know, we'll accomplish this. But people who start jiu-jitsu, and you said it yourself, Jay, it's like people who, who, who start jiu-jitsu are... Human, usually men, for the for the for the most part, usually. I think rel- most of them are humans. Shape. Yeah. No, I'm saying they're like they're humans outside. We going back of, to the pronoun discussion. They're humans outside of the <laughs> outside of the academy, and they may be the boss of you know they may have 20 people under them in the uh, at at work or whatever like. Or that. they might be the bottom guy. And they come in, or they might be working all day with some asshole while they're standing on whatever a roof or you know or doing you know plumbing or some bullshit, and they come in. And they don't have that mindset. And I think that that people who've been doing it for a long time, you know, maybe black belts or whatever. I'd certainly not. I'm not calling out people at my our academy, but they just they they get used to the idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll get over that. But they're not over that. And so they come in and they still feel like they want to achieve and they want to prove themselves. They're usually out of shape. They're usually gassed. You're like pushing a rat into a corner to a certain extent, and if right. outs and it, some people don't handle that so well. I got, I got two. So my buddy came in Saturday. I love these stories. I love um, that picture, by the way. So George posted this picture yeah. of the cock, him and the cockroach who who trains at Port City all the time. Awesome guy. He's been with us since the beginning. And another guy I've never <laughs> he was met. There Twenty years ago when I started judo, he's on yeah. the first day. Right. Yeah. And uh, and another guy I haven't met before, but apparently you've known the three of you known each other for thirty I've, years. I've well more than that, really. Like I've been friends. Me and the cockroach have been friends since nineteen eighty. You know, and then me and this other guy Brian, oh. uh, man, we were like best friends, like growing up. Uh, so at least 30, 35 years, you know, so Brian, this guy, he, like we talk about Little League, he was on the Little League World Series team with me. He Whoa. was like the star though, man. He was the pitcher. We got to get him in Home here. run. See if these hitting. stories are true. It's oh, undocumented, dude. man. It's undocumented. <laughs> I am undocumented <laughs> for sure. So he was, uh, he was, he was really, uh, he, he played. Hashtag uh, wrong side of the wall. I think he played <laughs> baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Get it? Undocumented. Yeah, savage. I, I, yeah, so dude. savage. Why why am I always the guy getting kicked out, man? You know? <laughs> why am I always the guy outside looking in? And you're gonna pay for it. I think he played baseball like where you went to college. At St. A's? I think maybe, yeah. Maybe not. Maybe he went to maybe he was a penman, New Hampshire College or something. I don't know. But he was really good baseball player. What is a penman? I don't know, but it was the pen men, you know. You guys both need to go down the Thomas Pynchon thing because we just have so many conversations at one time. It's like a, a fucking Pynchon novel. I don't know who that is, but 
Is it like a try, uh, try to back guy. out through all those nah, parentheses to get there? But anyway, See, that guy's got the game. What I you want. were talking about? I, listen, I know, I know what I'm talking about. So he has been. He came once a while ago and was like, "That was awesome." I mean, he's a big dude too. He's not. A small oh, he looked guy. like a big guy. Big. Um, so he finally showed up this Saturday, you know, and came in, and I was watching him drill with the, with um, the RoboCop there. Robocop is my my new favorite role right now. And so this yeah. is a so it was interesting to me. So we're just you know it's coach's class. We're I owe dr- him we're one. Drilling. I like infant. What is it? What is his new nickname? Toddler. Toddler. That's right. Who's that? You. When you. Me. Oh, awesome. When I, you're in in my phone, auto Riddler auto corrects to toddler every time. Every time. But anyway, just let it be. Don't fight it. No, I. It's, it's trying to tell me something. So I'm watching. I'm trying to help him from the side. Um, and and he's so tense like the tension is just so i mean you're talking about just sweat porn he's just trying from, to just from, prove something for you he's trying to show you that he's there the man, is some you know? of that there is something to be pride honest and, there is some of that there is like you, this you picked the um, wrong battleground right and there but there <laughs> is it also takes a while like to learn that man such a super it's true and, but he actually told me after and because i was like listen bro let me give you a piece of advice you know like which is exactly what your friend does not want to hear but that's okay i know right. but what, well, whatever sometimes you need the, i know there's I no know. way to I know. yeah I, know. I gotta yeah. tell you like yeah. listen you gotta pace yourself yeah. this is gonna be a long hour yeah. and a half for you right now it's no different than if you sat down with your best friend and you were playing tech mobile and you want <laughs> and let's seriously <laughs> and i've played tech mobile five million times and you haven't right. like you're your best friends so they you're gonna Dude, try to choke. winning is everything yeah. choose bo jackson yep right. winning is everything yeah. choose bo jackson <laughs> yeah. winning is we everything can play. you can have bo jackson. dickerson man right. if i had dickerson right. it's like i'm running the ball every time and i'm gonna score right. but uh best friends are competitive man they want to win no matter what so That's winning what is mean. everything but and and their technique is not going to do it on you, George. Here's the thing: it's if you've never be all if you've never athletes. played tech mobile right, before, yeah, the onus is on me to be like, "All right, dude, before we start, right?" I, or me, after the first game, I can be like, "Dude, right. just a little advice, right. so that we can make this a little more competitive." Right. Let so me can, so you can come back the next time, you know? right? Like, so I, I used to work for. Uh, I'm sure the people who listen know I used to work for Kurt Schilling, and on the on like I don't know a weekend, we were having lunch or something. I look at I look at Kurt, and I'm like, "Hey, man." I've been playing racquetball and I'm pretty good, but I never really win. And he goes, I can tell you why. Like this is before Kurt Schilling turned into a, a weirdo. He was, he would really had his shit together when, when we were doing this. And, uh, and I remember him just looking and he goes, how many points you got in racquetball? I go 15. He goes, how many games you play to win? I go two. He goes, win 30 to nothing. And he just says that, right? Then I go, what you would expect me to go. I go, I go well, yeah. I mean, but that, you know, I don't want to be an asshole. Da, 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 da. And he goes, stop. He's right. He was so fucking right. I just every looked point. him in the eye. He goes, every point. He goes, you win 30 to nothing. Then you look at the dude and go, do you want to play another one? And then you know what you do? You win 15 more. I'm like, okay, well, what happens if, I'm, I'm picking up on what you said. Oh, I know what exactly happens if what our balance is different? Like, what happens if I'm just way better than the dude or whatever? He goes, that's easy. He goes, make it into a game. He goes, Look at, he goes, you're, whoever you're playing with is going to have some pride. That's right. So if I was playing with you right now, George, I'd go, how do you want me to play, George? And you're going to go, uh, let's just fool around. Shut the fuck up, asshole. Right. And as soon as you say, <laughs> right, this is what up. Kurt did. No, I mean, he would say, he goes, sure. The guy's going to be like, fucking give it to me. And then he goes, 
then give it to him. He goes, if he wins one point, you should fucking be so fucking shitty. You know, he's like his he and it's funny thing is, while, you know, I don't do it professionally like he did, he was so right, man. Like, so that's the problem with this balance thing. And it's true. Bringing friends into jujitsu can be weird because you're looking right. at your friend. I did it with your buddy. I don't want to call him out. Um, the one you were talking about is being, you know, it's going to be great. And it's like, this is someone who is powerful, young, uh, very athletic, you know, uh, has a lot of, of physical attributes who, which, who is coming in. And I remember on that first day, white belt fucking furied me. I don't know why it was me, but went yeah. like fucking ham on I'm going to just beat the shit out of everybody, right? And so at one point, I I'm just had to do the right thing. I just took a cross grip. Choked him out. Gripped the other side, <laughs> said, here it comes, and then pushed him over on his back. And I'm and basically you have to tell didn't want to, but he's like, Okay, okay, okay. And you can see he was angry, and I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I didn't say anything, but a little while later he realized that it doesn't matter, it's not gonna work. Even on the fucking blue belt. Right. It, you like it's one thing if you lose to the black belt. No, I can't fucking lose. I am and, and as you I'm sure you know, and I like it, but I'm a target yeah. in the class for the uh for the white belts who go all the time. Mm -hmm. Like us us low hanging blue belts. Are like, oh, I think I can tap that guy, right? Which I love. I think it's great because I have a relatively good relationship with people. But uh, right, that's the time where I can I can pull it out and I can go ham back again. I could be like, yeah, yeah, not today, buddy. <laughs> Every now and then, one of them will get me, and then that just means the next time we roll, I'm gonna just make sure it doesn't happen, you know? But right. And so there's there's certain things that. Well, but I mean, unless, unless it's okay. I mean, unless we're just no, training, training. But at which point, I don't fucking look, care. You can tell let's me not pretend that the ego doesn't exist. Right. Like, we all try to s suppress it when we're training so that we can right. focus on weaknesses and help our training partners, right? Like, that's where the ego needs to go into check as far as jujitsu is concerned. But everybody has one. We can't pretend it doesn't exist. So, if you tap me, you know what I mean? Even if I wasn't going 100%, you're going to get it. <laughs> I gotta be honest. That's a little weird because I'm gonna. Uh, if it was you, Jay, and it, um, that has been the case, I've not, I've not tapped you, but I've definitely done something well, and all of a sudden I can feel something's coming, right? But you're you're not coming in with rage in your face, almost never. Regretfully, I have been in that position where, because of maybe because of uh, the judo thing or whatever before, where I will tap somebody that I probably don't have a a right to be tapping, and. Uh, at that point, it it was it gets really ugly, and that's not not good. I don't think it's a I I dis I know what you're saying on a jokey level. I know what you're saying on a real level, but I don't want to just put that out as an excuse. Yeah, you fucking tap me, I'm gonna fucking beat the shit out of you. Not that's like not that. what you mean. No, no, but no, no. Many, I I just many mean that dial have that inside them. That dial, is that safe to say? Oh yeah. That, I'm just saying the dial thing. gets turned up after that. Yeah, you know, I, I know. Well, call I know, it what you I, want. Call I, it like hey, like if you beat me on ten percent. You are in the right to deal with 25%. If it's 25, it's 50. If 10 it's 75, to 25, it's 100. 10 to 50. But if you're just waiting for me to tap you so you can just go fucking no, 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 and no, beat the no, shit up. No. Well, we've met people like that. Right. And, uh, and, it's, and that's a pet peeve of mine. Because so it, it's, a, it's a real thing. Let me go back to your, your earlier point because I, I did yep. want to... While we're watching uh, Bruno in this thing called Flow, where he is flowing, but Jesus, he's... This game like, is so smooth. No, I know, but it's like it's like, this is not light training well maybe with the purple belt, uh, i don't you know if you look at everything he's doing he's not 
being he's just moving so much that's funny talk about the mobility matrix this guy like Mm -hmm. is the epitome of right so as opposed to the pressure game though right what i'm saying right right. that's not his game dead on dead on i want that game i don't want the pressure game so so do i like that's (laughs) why that's why you know bruno malfacine is like i'm better better at the pressure game i don't want to be good five six middleweight you know know what i mean i've always tried to get that game because it looks like more fun to me Yep. And so that's what a, the, the type of game that I'm always trying to get. But um, to the earlier point, we're, we're, when you're, you know, the, the, the difficulty with bigger guys, the difficulty with managing ego, the difficulty with making certain techniques work or filling in the gaps, every day someone comes in, there's an instructor and you've got a bunch of training partners, you know, um, they may or may not be more advanced than you. Black belts, white belts, blue belts, purple belts, brown belts, whatever, world champions or not, there is a certain amount of accountability that each person takes for their own training. So I can teach them the techniques. I can provide a mat space. I can provide them training partners. We can give them different teachers to show the techniques. You can give them outlets, privates, YouTube, videos, tournament footage, whatever it is. All of that you can give to them. But there's certain aspects, certain doorways in jiu-jitsu that you have to walk through alone becoming humble and understanding what it's like to be part of the, part of the jiu-jitsu community. No, I can talk about it, but you're not going to get it until you learn it. When things start to click that, that one year in roughly of jujitsu, when things, I can tell you it's going to happen, but you've got to make it happen on your own and you've got, and you've got to put the work in, have faith that it will happen. And that's something you got to do on your own. And coming in every day and training, people, you know, I get that. I want to get good. I want to get good. I want to get good. Blue belts, purple belts, say that shit to me all the time. I can't make you train. And I can't make you, look, you can say I want to work on the bottom of the top, but getting on the mat in the first place is the big, just get on the fucking mat. And, but I can't make you. Those are doorways you need to walk through on your own. Techniques and stuff like that. Just let your instructor handle that. Ask the questions. Like, be like, "Hey, I'm getting stuck here. This isn't working for me." Those are technical things that can be fixed. That's the easy part. Those the the intangibles and the and the and the things that you are responsible for solely, like your attitude on the mat, are that is up to you. No instructor is going to guide you. No, your training partners aren't going to guide you. You've got to have a solution for that yourself. And there's a handful of things and. You take care of those handful of things, you're going to get good at jujitsu, assuming that you're at a good academy and you have good instructors. But if you don't do those things, those are the mo- which are the most important things, you know, showing up, learning how to be humble, trusting in the training, trusting in the process, trusting in yourself, believing in yourself, being good to your training partners. If you're not doing those things, you're never going to get good at jujitsu A, and you won't be a respected member of the academy B. And maybe B is more important than A. You know what I mean? Because there's people that, you know, you get to a relatively high level, but I'm seeing missing things in those things. And those are not things that I can teach. Those are, like I said, doorways you have to walk through on your own. And if that happens, the process is going to work. And these, like a lot of the problems that you're talking about, like I know that those will get solved because I look at those five things and none of those five things are an issue for you. Right. So eventually that problem is going to solve itself just by but just by training time. But you miss those things. There's a macro problem with not with jujitsu, with yourself that you need to figure out before. And, and my guess is that it's not just on the mat. It's everywhere in your life that 
you have a problem that you need to solve. And I'm, I'm seeing it through the eyes of jujitsu, but it's not just what's happening on the mat. It's what's happening in your life. Jujitsu is so personal. Uh, you're out there really by yourself. Obviously, you got a team. You're in a safe, relatively safe place. You know, everybody's taking care of each other, but you're out there by yourself. That's right. hard. It's hard for a lot of people coming in. What you just said just rings true for a lot of things, but it, especially at this time. I know, using myself as an example, starting out with you guys, I was in a really shitty place, and I was angry all the time. And I'm smart enough to know that I have to control that. I can't be angry at jujitsu. And right. after a while, just like if you smile all the time, it kind of puts you in a better mood. Just Because I had to control that all the time, I ended up controlling it in everything. But there's no question that just looking around the people that we work out with that I know really well, and using myself as an example again, if I go through a little stressy part, I'm not going to show up as much. I'm going maybe two or three times rather than three or four times. Mm -hmm. The times that I'm there, I'm going to be tired. I'm just going to kind of get through the thing. It's just not as quality, all those things. But you're right. It, the thing that's killing me about what you're saying is you have to do that by yourself. You have right. to, what do you say? You have to walk through that door alone. Luke Skywalker had to go in the cave and fight right? Darth Vader by himself. It turned out to be him against, Yoda, him against Yoda him. Yoda wasn't going in with him. Right? Yoda can't go in there with you. And it ended up being him against him, yeah, right? He cut his head off and his own head was in there. Right? The thing is. That's a really good analogy, George. Yes. Nice job. A little spoiler alert. But. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's, it's, <laughs> it's if one you, thing. If, if you haven't seen that movie, then you deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> if you're uh no, but it's like if you're standing. It's a new one. If I if you already if you never climbed a mountain and then you know we take whatever we take some people hiking up to uh, Mount Major right, which is like around here. This is like a a relatively simple hike. It's a day hike. You're not you know it's a couple miles. It's not a six miles up into the middle middle of goddamn nowhere. Um, you know that it's not going to be so bad. And then if you just do it all the time, at some point you're going to look at your friend and go quit being a fucking pussy. This is easy. But whatever you do, you're I'm making that connection again. They don't know that this is oh, it's gonna be okay until they actually do it, and then once you've done it, now you can look at at, at bringing someone else along. That's rough, so man. It's I, rough to explain with jujitsu. So here's the thing. So I, I I was talking about this exact topic with Kyle Roachford, my strength and conditioning coach, and he uh like has really put a lot of time into understanding this, and he drives it down to your central nervous system, to your CNS, and he's like, look. If I, you know, there's things that you can do that you can suffer through that I know that you can do and, but you don't believe that you can do them. Right. So entering into the process, something simple, it doesn't have to be a huge technical thing. It's like, Hey, pick this weight up, you know, a hundred times in a row. And you'd be like, I can't do that. Well, that's the problem. Like your feeling of automatically when you touch that and you pick it up, it's going to feel heavy to you. Maybe more heavy than it would if you said, Hey, I've picked that up before. You know what I mean? I've done this before so that I know that I can do it. So I'm going to, I have the, con not just confidence, but that's part of how, how your central nervous system works. But it's the way your brain is, is, is interacting with your muscles in your body. Right. It's like you're protecting yourself from doing something that's going to hurt by not doing it, convincing yourself this is terrible because you know it's going to hurt. Right. If or you knew I, that it wasn't really going to be that bad, you wouldn't have had that protection. If in you the had first done place, it before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is and this is what it is because people are learning jujitsu. Obviously, they haven't been down this pathway before, which is why if people uh, have... Well, they have, but it was a physical altercation in a bar or in a schoolyard when they were a kid, and it's right. like has that 
mess them up. Like, yeah, and this is a process. This is a game you never win. You know what I mean? And it's a and it's a process that's never over. That's you know, and they don't realize that at first. That's what we realize after doing it for a while. Be like, look, you're 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 thinking of like a ten year thing. I we don't think of it that way. It's well, a life thing, and yeah. that's what makes it. But if people, uh, you know, who's who are really su- people that are really successful with jujitsu, is people that have challenged themselves with new things over and over and over and over again. Yeah. And then they come under the mat, and they're like, "Those aren't the people you have to convince that right. they need to put the time in and just, you know, submit to the process." People who don't look at failure as a bad word. Yeah. Well, I think part of it is what we're oh, we're missing it up there. Doesn't, uh, it doesn't things, kill you. Yeah, like. Failing is actually has this negative connotation, but it really is like actually a good thing. Like it's good as long as you don't quit, you fail. You, you move gotta on, fail. You learn how you know. You keep, you know. It's not a. It's well. I think there's only the end if you decide it's the end. I think right. the other. I know it. It's, it affects me not as much with jujitsu, but some of the other things in my life, and I can see it in some of the people. Some of the uh, some of the people that have started uh, jujitsu with us. We have the internet. Which we you didn't have we didn't have when you were when you when you got when you were the starting fuck out, right? is the internet and so yeah. you the kind interwebs. of like the only thing like I'm picturing I'm, I don't want to speak for you Jay but I'm guessing at your at the when you started the jujitsu thing the only thing that you have as a source of authority are the people that are teaching you mm-hmm. and maybe some VHS tapes of like you exactly know, MMA correct. shit right exactly so correct. what happens is in that situation the student has no choice but to completely submit to the authority of the, uh, of the instructor. Correct. That's number one. Number two, it's going to be rough to, uh, well, maybe there's a couple of, as a handful of ways of you identifying your instructor as completely bullshit, which is one, you literally try to fight them. I had a really fun <laughs> role yesterday at the, at the seminar. I, I uh, uh, this is Saturday's like my go light day and I, Came in and I had this, there's this kid who'd never gone to jujitsu. He told me he'd had like four or five classes. And then like, as soon as we started at the seminar, I'm like, lies. And he goes, well, he goes, well, I had some classes, but they weren't for jujitsu. I'm like, whatever. He's great. He was fun. He had a great time. But at the end, it's funny because we were doing a roll. He didn't want to roll. I'm like, yeah, just roll. Just roll with anybody here. You have a great time. It'll be fine. Did it. But he did the same thing with me. Like, I'm just some blue belt dude, right? At the end, he looks at me and he goes, because I go, we need to roll one more time, right? Like, because we were done and he, he obviously wanted to roll. And he goes, okay, I want to see if you can choke me. Really? He did. He goes, he was basically looking at me going. He was not a believer. That was cute. I get what you're saying, but I still now, think I can beat the shit out of you. Now prove it. Right. So I go, great. Sat a butterfly. Arm drag. Pushed it across. Scooted back. Took his back. Threw the renegade on. And it was done Easy. and it's funny because when he turned around and looked at me like he's a little smile and he was like enlightened like then i'm like okay here's what i did showed him how to do it it was like so now fast forward to 2017 what do we have on right now? we're looking at world's highlights right your buddy george who came in can just flip on bruno malfacine and go you know what i know i can't do that but it's not that hard, right? I mean, that guy can do it. Like, you just... The internet gives you this feeling like you can do all this shit. You know? Oh, what did he do? Like, we're looking at uh, one of the world's just highlights did a now. Leg drag. He, just, he just grabbed the guy's leg and ran around. Look, he just jumped on the guy's back, and now he's going to just choke him. It's not that hard. And, right. of course, you come in, 
And talk about like I, I wish I knew more psychological terms, but this is a massive cognitive dissolution. Uh, you know, you go in and fucking Amanda goes and fucking arm drags you and gets in your back. You're like, this can't happen. This is not to happen. Right. You can't. Your brain. And then you go home and flip on those YouTube videos, and there's some asshole going, "All right, do you get crushed by little people? Here's what you should do. Just give me forty nine ninety five. Have you been getting crushed <laughs> by the bigger training partners? Right. Do you BJJ feel sadness over, leaving yeah, the right, academy? Right, right. Battered, bruised, and rug burns on your face? You get, your do you feel like can. less of a man being tapped like a typewriter by a 110-pound girl? Give if so, 70, dial this number yeah, exactly. right now. One time offer forty nine ninety nine. Fuck the dial the number. Literally click here, right. and I will make you better. And mm. it's bullshit. And anyway, let, you know what? We can do this. Let me, let me focus it another way. I love this lately. Uh, Faria. Yep. Who... <laughs> regretfully that type of game is probably my most effective game and it's the yeah. one game that i don't want to have i just want it <laughs> but it doesn't matter i don't want to being a wiener but dude it's right. like it right. i i do so much of his so much of his stuff. go deep have i, get I don't pretty, want to i can get deep have on but most it works now, right right i'm like i don't want to be a deep have deep have sucks anyway but one of the things Farley's been doing is he has a, a blog now because he's been he's been you can tell he's reaching out and trying to he's selling more DVDs and doing more things right. But one of his blog blog things is that he's been going through his academy, which for people who know is uh, Marcelo Garcia's academy right in right. New York, and he's been picking guys who are like purple belt and that level and and a little every now and then is a black belt, but not world champion, not world class guys right. He did right. one with Gianni, which was fucking beautiful right, but. He's basically picking out. He goes, "Oh, this guy is. I won't do his. He's the best in the world at doing this. This one thing, right? So he has this guy who does this weird, you know, version of the Dars with the gi on. I saw that. Yeah, right. And he's like, "But this guy, I've tapped to him so many times, right? Okay, so I love this and I hate this. I love it because it's exactly what we were just talking about that I dislike, which is this. This person has honed this one technique to the point." Where it even works on Faria, right? Right. It is now, there any way we can have a conversation about like does that is, does a, that kind of future make sense or look? I'm not knocking the guy, but no. Here's the thing: like he's obviously really good at something, and he's gonna like if he's having a, trying to have a competitive role with Bernardo Faria, like he's gonna go to his A game. Yeah, you're absolutely the rea right. The That's, reality is, yeah, do your thing. Yeah, yeah, Bernardo is slapping hands because he knows there's no cameras and the, like there's no medal for winning. There's like no, he's just right. working, no, right, right, right. working exactly. on his exactly. jujitsu. Exactly. So he doesn't exactly. care if he taps a million times. Dead on. Because when he's on that stage in the world, the, at the worlds, right. it's a different scenario. You put those two guys against each other in the worlds, and Bernardo's going to smash him in like yes. into and oblivion. And it's understood. It's understood. Well, plus, if if this works right, Bernardo will add this cool technique to his monster. Right set of now, weapons. he's good. Right. At, one more thing that he's good at now, which yeah. sucks I'm for every other black belt on the at planet. At your own game, right? Um, <laughs> you know what the thing? The interesting thing is uh, here's here's what's good about being a black belt, or uh, forget about the black belt. Here's what's good about doing jujitsu for a long time, is that there are realizations that you make about this process that you know we talked about the cns thing there's nothing that's that daunting about jujitsu anymore it's not and it's not because i'm good at it all i, 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 I can it, gas during the warm-up brother that's it's, pretty daunting it's because the what <laughs> i can i get gas during the warm-up and know i have an hour and a half plus 40 minutes of rolling that's really uh, that daunting. the physical that's part daunting. yeah like 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 if i were really out of shape that would be daunting maybe even i misunderstood what you were saying even yeah. what i mean is I've gone through the process of 
a lot of the unknowns. Not all of them, I but a lot mean. of them. Right, right. And the big, you know, the biggest barriers in my brain to keep me from learning or keeping from getting better, I've learned to deal with because I've I've gone through those unknowns, and I know that most of the barriers that I put up are my own. You know what I mean? And that's yes, something that yes. the only reason, the only way you do that is by going through the process. Like when you start jujitsu and I tell you that it's going to take at least 10 years to get a black belt, you're like, holy shit, that's huge. I'm going to, it's going to take 10 years before I really know this thing. I'm like, no, 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 no. You're not even going to really know it in 10 years. You're never going to really know yeah, it. Yeah, sometimes the belt thing just sucks. Yeah. And yeah. so now the vision is like so humongous. You're like, how, how can I? How am I? How am I? How can I possibly conquer this? And in your mind, you've already set up things all the wrong way. And it's only through time on the mat that you realize: first of all, I'm never going to conquer this. It's not something. It's not a beast that I'm trying to tame. It's a process that I'm following, and I'm trying to learn a mu- as much about this as I can before I stop breathing. You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. But you, the longer you train, the more you accept that. And whether whether the goal, even if the goal is competition, if if you're the Meow Brothers, they have to look at it the same way. They're not saying I'm so good at jujitsu now and and you know I've conquered the world. I guarantee they enter into the same process every day to get better. The problem is, you know, the good part is that daunting aspect of that is gone for them because they realize now what the process really is. It's funny not, if you want to talk about daunting. The next step for the Meow Brothers is daunting as fuck, right? It's like keep winning forever <laughs> keep winning forever <laughs> you um, want to talk about daunting right i don't know for me uh for me outside of jujitsu for some of the things that i've been successful for i like big giant metaphors i think uh, having a big metaphor in front of me makes things easier to make decisions you know yeah and uh i think in your uh to to use your analogy there are a couple of metaphors that i know like young for the, trophy wife in the parlance right. of our times for the uh for the uh, for the incoming uh, Jackie Treehorn treats objects like women, <laughs> man, <laughs> make a hell of a cocky. I can't believe that no one ha- that that no one has has gotten that nickname and stuck it because that's the best nickname, best nickname ever. Uh, no, so so a couple of Jackie easy metaphors Tree. work, especially with uh, some of the new guys who come in. Obviously, I have a soft spot for people who are over the age of thirty five who come in and are sort of looking at this fucking shark monster place where. They're looking around going, there's maybe a couple of people here that I could take, but I'm pretty much can't take any of these guys. Right? <laughs> and then you find out that that couple of people, like, you, that's you not also true can't either. Take, well, hey, there's <laughs> that guy who's missing his leg. Oh, he'll be easy. <laughs> Jesus. No. Anyway. So, worst uh, mistake. Wait, I know. Worst calculation, worst calculation ever. Buckle right. up. Right. Buckle <laughs> up. Buckle up. Uh, no. And so I'll give them those. I'll give them all sorts of metaphors on the first day. Just sort of in conversation. I'll be like, every single one of these guys was you. Every one of there's a big one. Everyone was you. Yep. And that makes it a lot. And also that kind of sets up the idea that you're not looking at a bunch of people that are trying that are waiting for you to come into the room so they can kill you. What you're looking at is a bunch of people who are all on their own path Mm -hmm. and the paths aren't all going in the same direction. They're kind of spiraling off these ideas, but they all started like you. And no one knows where any of these guys are going to end up. No right. one knows where it's going to end up. Maybe some are going to end up with a black belt. Maybe some of them end up moving on. Who knows? It's true. And maybe the rest of life is just going to take you over. I'm sad. I don't want to think about it too much. We've seen that with a couple of people where the rest of life just took them over. And they're not, they're not there anymore. And, and it's, 
That's really sad to me. By it's the way. hard, man. No, I know. I, I'm sorry. I don't want to bring the thing down. It's hard because you know that the right thing to do is fucking show up. And it's like that's the one thing that their brain is winning. You want to talk about your CNS. Man, it was close with me. It, it worked for a little while. I was out for a couple of years after judo before I started with the jujitsu. Because judo is a different kind of culture. And it's hard. It's hard to get back into that culture. And, and jujitsu was there when I needed it. But, but those past, you don't know where everybody's getting up. But once I think the newer person comes, it's just my opinion, once they get the idea that everybody's on their path and you need these other guys and gals to, in order to practice, you can't practice by yourself. Right. You know, I like part of the reason why I showed up today, George, was because of you and Trevor and, and the other people that are practicing for, for pans. It's like it doesn't even matter whether we work out or not. Like it's team. You're the you fucking got into my head once. You were like, because I was in one of those spots here where that's I was scary. That's, that's working what, too that's much. What George does. <laughs> I was working too much. I was stressed as fuck. I was I was losing. I was hemorrhaging money. Right, and it's like the, it's almost like it's gonna cost me fucking money to just stop working and go to work. I'm not complaining. It was a rough time, and everybody has them. But you're like, you gotta go because I wish I could do George better because. It's a team, and everybody needs you. They need you there. And then you kept saying it to like everybody else because I, I think you, you realized that it was a cool thing to say, but you're like, you got to go. You got to be there. Your team needs you there. Like, Catchphrase. You got to yes. be there. You got to go. And it's like, he's, he's right. He's right. If you don't go, you're selfish. You're a selfish bastard well, if you don't go. Right. That, that's hard. Because I but need yeah. you there. <laughs> I need you. But here's it is a, true. It here's is true. A, here's and, the, but then you realize that that's a bigger thing because they're there for you too, man. Like, right. So everybody's on their path, but they're on their path together. You got that shared misery. You got that. Everybody's still afraid of, the, of you, know, you and Derek, right? It's like, it's like even the monster is still like, shit, here comes the roll. Like, and you guys have your own. You know, it's like that's a it's super empowering to a newer person to realize that it's not them against you it's that you're one of us right and it's just as hard for everybody else so the you know what the 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 interesting part about that is that people come in and they're like you know for the first year and a half they think that they're coming in and everyone's kicking the shit out of them which so is funny because know, right, yeah. it's not what's happening everyone's taking it easy on you bro yeah. until you're ready right. and then when you're ready we'll start we'll start to give you some of you know, some more. Yeah, even dumbass me, if I just say I'm going to attack the fuck out of this, yeah, you're just never going to get your game going. You're just getting you're just seasoned. Right. Yeah. You're not going to get your game yeah. going. Yet. Seasoning you up. Seasoning you up before we put you in the oven. <laughs> and so, But then the, you want to be put in the oven at that right. point. You want, you're right. You want to see the oven. You want to see the oven. You're like, yeah, fine. Let's see what this is. Real. It's like, yeah. a, you know, Dude, there's, a, there's, a blue, right? there's, <laughs> there's a blue belt we train <laughs> yeah. with that is ready right. for that now. Oh, yeah, there is. You know what I mean? And the worst that, like, I understand if people can't get on the map because, uh, you know, their life gets in the way. And there is some romance in that for me when there's there's like, you know, a guy's got two kids and he works a lot. And I'm like, he can't get on the map for good reasons. Like, he really doesn't have the time. There's certain people that really don't. And there's yeah. romance in that. And I, and I, I really respect that. And it's yeah. a shame if it gets to the point where they're, they, they're already down, the, they've already fallen in love with jujitsu and they have to kind of move hard, away. Yeah. That's yeah. really hard for me to accept. But you got to be a good, if, if you choose to be a, a dumbass and have kids, then I'm joking. Uh, you cannot be anything right. else but a father. That's it. So if you can't be a father and do jiu-jitsu. If you can't be a father, be kill, a mother. Kill, kill, kill the jiu-jitsu. <laughs> kill the jiu-jitsu. Pronoun. Be a good dad. <laughs> dad first. Dad, um, good dads make I the world I suck at grammar so bad. But but people <laughs> but people that stop training or he she uh, you know that kind of stuff. They yeah. get you know a lot of times it could be an injury that puts them out for a while and yeah. they come back and now 
people that they have trained with or were on the same level with are now beating them. Constantly, and they quit because yeah. of that. Yeah. Or, or you just are older and they watch them get better faster. Right. <laughs> it's, I, it's very well, demoralizing. <laughs> but if you quit because of that, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, and maybe it's a character flaw of mine, the, the level of respect that I have for that person drops to almost zero. I don't think it's a character flaw. I guess it would depend on what the next step is. Did you quit forever? That's Did the you thing. quit and realize no. that maybe you quit for the wrong reason, or and you, you come back, or you handle your jujitsu differently now? Like you start, you you go to, you seek out the easy roles all the time, or That's, you only come in on certain it. and days. And then now you don't have a character. Now you, now you're just doing the you're right a thing. douchebag. Yeah. Well, I mean that that yes, <laughs> that may be a heavy word for it, but you losing the respect for the for for that that. Hey, I'm sorry. Like you know, you spend you spend enough time with the darkness. He rubs off on you. Hopefully, I rub off on him. And there's a little sunshine in the darkness sometimes. Kind of gross to imagine, but but I like (laughs) like I'm sorry. Sometimes (laughs) when when I reflect against uh, like I get like when we evaluate like if there's problems in the academy and like I I get very black and white very quickly. And I'm like, yeah, douchebag, gone. See ya. For me, I I think it's bye, Felicia. If you if 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 you take out the business part of it, if if people aren't paying a fee and and you're not providing service and all that stuff, dead on. I mean, if you're just showing up, I used to work. uh, George and I used to work at a judo place, uh, 150 dollars a year. So you know who's got a moral high ground? The dude you're listening to. (laughs) Like you're making not only you and all that money's going to insurance. How does he stay afloat? By the way, it's not. It's not. That's not. That's his. His. How do I stay afloat when I go to to jujitsu, Jay? What do you mean? I don't make any money from jujitsu. So that's the even that's though the he, so even though he was running the place like not really run, there's no place it was like sort of show up and it's like a club. Huh. You know, it's like if we were just having uh, uh four t- four nights a week uh we're we're meeting in my basement and uh, and and rolling like that's what it was like. That's why it was never gonna work. But it did <laughs> work. The, Remember it's we the talked this martial arts no, no, academy no, in New England. No, no, we yeah, talked. I was gonna we, say they did. It's been working since 1953. No, so. no, no. What I mean okay. is. <laughs> What I, what I mean is we, we talked about about kind of joining forces a little bit or sharing a space at one Who's point in time. Who's we in this discussion? Uh, I don't want to. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So a couple of people. Got it's, you. Go it's, you know who it is. Okay, go ahead. Uh, and I'm, I'm glad we didn't go down that path because totally that was it. a membership model that was not going to work. Wait, well, but, <laughs> but, but, but leaving that aside, I think one of the problems with this shit from, from, the, perspe- you know, from the sort of the generic perspective is I totally get what you're saying about your respecting and I'm not calling any of that out. The thing is, there is the attitude that I'm paying money, not me, you know, the, the students paying money to go in there. And then it is rough when there's also like a separate judgment level. You know what I mean? I think in reality, you're going to be a professional no matter what. You're going to go if you show up. Right. And right. you're talking about people who aren't showing up. So they've kind of pulled themselves out of that whole situation. So it's not really it's not common. It's kind well, of well, you're going to you're going to uh, jujitsu will teach you things about yourself and let other people see parts of you. Right. That, that makes you sense. probably would not. It's not the best side of you. Sometimes. I just think it would suck if I were if the academy, which it's not, but if the academy got to the point where if you're not showing up, and we know we know of academies that are sort of like this, where if you're not gonna be here, fucking five or six times, you know, you're not gonna come twice a day, a couple of times, whatever. Yeah, you can come, but it's not, you know, like I would hate to be in an academy where, unless I was complete, like if you said. This is an elite academy. Everyone competes. We are doing this for that reason. That's it. Mm-hmm. This is a competition academy. You come here to learn how to compete. That's it. Like being like you know being on a pro sports team. Like that's it. Totally fine. 
Right. I, I disagree with that. I wouldn't that. go to that academy is what I'm saying. I'd no. find an academy that's like everybody trains. Obviously, some people are going to be the cool kids. You know, and those are the only ones who are going six or eight times. Well, here's the thing is that, that that type of academy, that's not a place where people go to learn. That's where people go to win. Ooh. You know nice. what I mean? And, on, so, yeah. and so here's the problem. Uh, you know, Tom DeBlast, he's, he's, he's addressed this topic a bunch of times. He's yeah, like, he, hey, if yeah. you want to compete, I don't care if you're sick. I don't care if you're tired. I don't care I if, you, if yeah. you had to work. You get in here and you get on the fucking mat every night. And that that's all there is to it. If you're training... For other reasons, you're like, I want some self-defense. I want to get in better shape. I want to gain some confidence. He's like, you can train when you, when you, like, I hope you train more, but like, I understand. But if you make competition a priority and you want me to make it a priority, it better fucking stay a priority for you. Yeah. When he was here and, and we talked about this a little, we didn't go deep on it, but it was exactly what he said. I mean, obviously you're, you're talking about when he was on the podcast and, and beyond, mm -hmm. but he said it there. I mean, you know, he's like, uh, we were, we were talking as usual about me cause it's not always about George and it's, it not? Was, it's really never about me. It's, it's always about George. And, uh, I, we, I, we, 80%. I'm going to keep throwing giant numbers of the Tomble Bass podcast was you talking about your fucking truck, you, and which was a great story, which I loved. Just so you know, the salt and pepper truck is, that a, that is a legendary a, moment. Dude, here's the thing about your math. <laughs> if see, you want to be see, taken seriously. It's not fun if nobody's triggered. If you want to be taken seriously with your other mathematical, statistical ramblings, you can't say 80% was me talking about my truck. I you know, think it's, you I know think it's safe to say you know when I'm serious I love, when I love I'm these things. Like people that say like, hey, because I apply a metric to it, it makes it true. <laughs> it's like my buddy. No, my, Jay, that's true. My buddy, my buddy, <laughs> my buddy kicker. Uh, he's been in the academy, academy before. I don't want to mention him by name, but uh, he's been my buddy for a long time. He's come to the academy a couple times. He lives near me. You guys know who I'm talking about. Yeah, of course. So his way is to repeat the statement to make it true. Oh so he'll God. be like, dude, I like that. every time we play this game and I pitch with Felix Hernandez, I beat you. And I'm like, dude, that's not even close to true. He's like, every time I pitch with him, I beat you. I'm like, just by saying it twice, don't make it true, man. Listen, Sorry. I recognize, I recognize, I, I, do that. I recognize <laughs> a fellow troll, even from this distance. And I love your friend. For oh, yeah. That. Half the shit that comes out of his mouth is just to get a rise out of Are me. Are you saying that half the shit that comes out of his mouth is just to get a rise out half. of me? Half. Half of the shit. Half. Half of it. 50%. 50% of the shit of everything he says has the intention of no, getting know, a rise I out of no. But But DeBlas was saying, because uh, 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 we, were we were talking about being, uh, I was asking him questions about being an older, uh, you know, uh, older student and how to approach things and how does he deal with that kind of shit. And he's like, look, if you're over 50, he goes, basically he was saying, you know, it's good on you for even be doing this. Like, great. He goes, but... If you're gonna compete, <laughs> you're gonna and, you're, well, you and then the all, all the rest there. of the shit, right? So he, he made it really easy, sort of like uh, Schilling was saying. It's like you're either going to like do this and have fun and do a great time, and you're gonna fight, and you're gonna have friends, and you're gonna go through all the trials and tribulations and shit. But just to paraphrase him again, it's like when you say I'm going to compete, now you're just changing the whole level of what the it is paradigm. you're trying to do. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah. And so it's funny. I have uh, just only have a couple of clubs, three clubs, three jujitsu clubs experience, and it's like um, that feeling of like of 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 being super segregated from the cool guys. 
is I'm, I'm glad that there's that no cool happen. guys yeah, in we, our academy. Well, there right. is. A, a there's a little bit of that, but it's not like. But those cool guys are completely happy to roll with everybody. Like nobody's going. Look, we just want to go over here and train. Right. And which again would be a, if they're training for pans and it's two weeks out. Fine, like split the class in two and. Have a have a you know whatever you know triangle class over here and those guys over there are gonna go fucking flip over each other and shit. But right, that's great. But but you know I think the idea of being able to just mix everybody in and and do that and without feeling like it's all segregated out makes it good for everybody. Right, right. It's kind of an ego thing. So too, you know? let me let me ask this question: Is this episode five million twenty one or is this episode one? Season two. Captain's log. Is this are we tying up season one right here? Or? This is not the first episode of season two. Can I tell I'm you? Sorry, can I, uh, can I say Jay, something Jay's here? been Jay's been out of the loop here just to, to give everybody that wasn't a it sounds like a silly it's not question. even it's not even episode it's like episode three of well, season two. Two isn't out yet, but we started the new season with Devin. We do this like Star Wars. We do episode We're four, go, five, and six, and, and then, then we'll come do back one, for two, one, two, three. and three. Yeah, this is number can three. Can I can I say something about my feelings? Yeah, you want to talk about your feelings? I have one feeling. It gets lonely out on the road when you guys aren't there with me, and I gotta go and do these podcasts. And Jay, Jay's not around. I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> I, I hey, I'm like, <laughs> you know what? You know what the the scary thing is? Is is you don't even know what season? It's nice. It's nice when you know. There's a pretty girl. The savagery is strong. There's a pretty girl waiting around asking you for you to ask her to dance. And it feels good that she's waiting. And then eventually she goes and dances with someone else. <laughs> and you're like, fuck, <laughs> wish I was dancing. And that's how I feel. I feel like I want to dance with George. I want to dance. I and with so, the I think George is completely George is completely aware of this. And he knows that if he goes and fucking does a couple by himself, the whole thing will come back together again. And you know what's the cool thing? George is A, smart. B, Not correct, true. Not B, true. B, correct. And C, unbelievably good at this. This is fucking George I disagree. Guy. When he I disagree with all himself, three of these when things. When he does it by himself, it's Erroneous. Great. Erroneous. Erroneous on all counts. No, you're really good at it. I, I see so many cool things in your future. Can you first see, Asian. If we had a jujitsu game show, he would be the best game show host ever. Oh, fuck. I don't know. Who would be the best game show host of all time? Probably Christopher Walken. No, Gary, but George would be second. After the, the road out there is it's cold and lonely when <laughs> you're by yourself. We'll be back to talking about your feelings. I'm okay with that. You just want, someone to, you just want someone to talk to. You know what to. I'm looking forward to? I'm you looking forward to, to Globetrotters this year. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. All right, I I am. I'm too. in for that. We gotta and go pick up Howder again. That's gonna be a crazy car ride. And uh, George, and you have to turn the page. Turn like Bob Seger. Yeah. Turn the page, George. So, so here I am yeah. on the road again. That that's a Bob Seger song, young people. Fuck you with your chain smokers. It's not a fucking Metallica song, okay? What was the uh, what was the thing I was asking the other day in class about that was like, and you were like, dude, that was thirty years ago. It was a movie, and I was oh, you were using examples for movies, and and it's like everybody in the class was like not old enough except for you, me, and like one other guy, and I'm like. They weren't even close. Like people who aren't <laughs> born when the movie comes out, that movie had best been fucking Casablanca or like 
Oh, like I don't even know. Just like super perfect movies, you know. What's a like good movie? Blade super Runner or something like super perfect. Someone movies that are from forty years ago that people still know that are comedies. Comedies don't hold up well, man. Yeah, remember that? Like remember Citizen that Citizen Kane. Remember that riff we did? Citizen uh, Kane's probably one of the greatest movies of all time. No argument. What remember, about, um, remember the riff when my kids were, uh, my second kid was leaving for for school, and I riffed on uh, Facebook, I, I on our on our on our club page. I was oh, like, yeah. "Hey guys, give yeah. me all the movies that I have. Like two weeks left to watch movies yeah. with my boys. I have two boys, yeah. and it's like." You guys need to tell me which one. Of course, fucking, you know what darkness is all like. Bullet, everything with Steve McQueen. Right? Look back on that. He spelled bullet wrong. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the point is, but it's great because you guys are all like, oh, Joe versus Volcano, which are all great movies, but don't translate to Big Trouble young, in Little China. In that holds up. Either. Big Trouble in Little China tell holds me that up. Don't Big hold. It holds in, water. Big Trouble in Little China. One of them loved it. One of them fell asleep. But what I was going to say was. Jack Burton. The actual I'll the, tell you what Jack Burton does in 2017 cold stormy night. Some when of those they ask you, "Have you paid your dues?" Yes, sir. The check is in the mail. <laughs> in the mail. <laughs> I don't recognize. Pork Chop Express. Way better with the quotes than I. But some of those early comedies, man, they just like Caddyshack. It's like you're looking at your watch, going, "When are you going to tell the joke, man?" Like, ah, really? oh, I like it because I'm used to that slow conversation, but. Man, like the young people are just like, this is not. Also, racial jokes like in the time were really edgy and all over the place. Jesus, uncomfortable now. Watching Blazing Saddles with gonna, my that kids was, oh, yeah. was that. the older one totally got it because he's like, yeah, they're pushing the boundaries of race in the time when there was a problem with race. The little one was like looking at me kind of like. Is it okay to like? Do you think hey, this I think is it's funny, funny, Dad? I, no, he wasn't like that. He was like, "It is funny, but I'm not talking to you anymore." But I'm do. like, <laughs> "But I, it's funny, but I, he like he needed permission to to see." Is one of your kids black? No, but I'm just because no, then no, I would exactly then I might have said right, kind of right? odd movie choice, but right. no, perfect example. No, it's like no. I mean, like some people are gonna think that's funny. Some are gonna be like. Why did Jay say that? That's well, not funny. You know, there's a lot of things Jay <laughs> says. No, but it was so. Some of those. The point why. is, some of these. It's early a weird Sunday for me. I got. I got. I got to be honest. It's a strange yeah. day. I woke up, yeah. not on the wrong side of the bed. Just like I almost feel like I woke up in somebody else's, you know, skin yeah. today. I'm like, I don't really know what's going on. I, I'm gonna yeah. be where I'm supposed to be and do what I'm supposed to do, but feeling weird. These next couple weeks are gonna be be fucked up. A lot of people are going out. Yeah. Are you hip to how many uh, people, uh, uh, Pellegrino, Mass BJJ, obviously someone else in the Boston Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Network here. I think a little bit. uh, One of our sister uh, 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 clubs. 10 or 12 people. Yeah, a lot of people are going out. But a lot of people on our side, too. Yeah, I hope everybody stays... uh, stays healthy because one by one we're kind of losing a couple of them this know? is what happens you know yeah. you take but what happens i could is never do this i could never week, be the coach i could never you guys are week, just way tougher than me the week of, i can't watch people uh, get hurt and people like, will rest more you'll see like guys we were talking about earlier today they're a little banged yep. up they'll rest the week of they'll rest when they get out there well they're gonna fight hurt i mean i understand that yeah and it doesn't um you know it injuries as long as they're minor they tend to over a long period of time, they're aggravating. Like, so if you're training six days a week, like it's like, oh, my ankle's really aggravated right now because I've been on that. Like, but when you're going in, you know, you've got five or six matches in your day, or you've got two or three, regardless. Like that goes out the window. Like you don't even feel it. You make a really good point too, which is that you know training is hours and hours and hours and hours and hours per week, and then competing is like 15 minutes total. 
Right. Because you're going to go through a couple of them fast. You have no more than like, what, five at pans, five to, to yeah. win, five and to six to win. Blue belt is a lot. You you know, you get 50 or 60 people. In yeah, but even then, a round of 64 is uh, seven to win, right? That's seven to win, yeah. Yeah, and so, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying seven, but okay, well, that's that. Well, that, whatever. You're still going to add up to it a half an hour, but they're not all going to go, what, three minutes? They're not all going three minutes. No. So, you know, so it, it is, you're right, you're right. In, in that, and, and, most of the people you go with are going to have an injury too. Not necessarily on the blue belt level, but certainly the black belts are not walking in there clean. I mean, no, there's no way on many levels. True, dirty. You know what happens if you're dirty on the mat? You know what you need? Soap, Tortuga soap. Yep, it's a great soap that, uh, on earth. I, 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 I never talk much about the soap. Yeah, thanks a lot. Well, no, because it's thanks covered, for spreading the news. It's, it's no, I tell my friends, but I, I don't talk about it on the, on the on the podcast. I, I only cleanse myself with Tortuga soap. It's, Tortuga soap is not like Fight Club. You can talk about it. There were a couple <laughs> of uh, because I have integrity and I want to make sure that the people know that I'm only telling the truth. Let us be the judge of that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I ran out of Tortuga soaps, and uh, and it's funny because I I got a bunch of them. Is for that my a kid. Uh, is that the right plural? So oh, I get a bunch at a time. I never go. I never get one. I think it's. I think that a soap. group of soap is soap. Yeah, like but beer. I think so, but a lot of people do use. No, soaps. I have bars. Bars. I, I buy bars. Right? I, I go bars. My bars is the funny. So get this. Let me tell so the story. I think a herd of soap is soap. This is a good. I agree. You, you'll I like agree. this. A gaggle. Story. You'll yeah. like this. A murder. So, of, so I got murder of soap. I got for my relatives. I got a bunch of different bags of tortuga soap because around around the holidays that's perfect bags. Well, I make them make. See, yeah, see, don't call them out. You should be <laughs> making bags all the time, but whatever. Uh, I got yeah, so I get Amanda to uh, to make up like you know five or six bags of, of three bars, or right? I buy the whole thing, and it's great. Three soap, give away to the you can drive, you go to the Yankee Swap thing. I go and do the th- you know the the and I I'll pack them with some of the close relatives, right? So I gave one of my kids, like I said, he's not around, he's, he's moved out. And uh, and his girlfriend likes the soap, right? So I got him She's like a, good girl. Good a tea woman. tree, and then I got like two sort of you know girly types. Uh, not to be super stereotypical, I apologize for not uh. asking about your pronouns first, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Bottom line is asking about your pronouns, George. Bo- I'm sorry, George. But what I'm saying is <laughs> I like that protein. In, in this case, that wow, really there is. and there you have it. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, that was a great podcast. That was a good podcast. I'm trying to pull it here. I'm trying to pull it together for you, man. God. So I gave him the bag, right? And so a kid like leaves by accident, leaves like all of the Yankee Swap stuff that he got for the holidays. He left it in uh, the room in his room in my house when he took off back to uh, to to New York, right? So I finished the soap, and I'm like, hmm, hmm. Do I break into those soap oh, yeah. in order to have the Tortuga soap? <laughs> then I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I'm going to be a good dad. Like, that was the cool thing. And they went, he obviously forgot his shit. And we, the next time I see him, it was a couple weeks. It'll like, be like, oh, yeah. you say my shit. Thanks. And then it was like, it was a couple of days. And then like, I'm like, I come in and there wasn't any soap at fucking the club. Oh, Thank you. Man. Ah. Oh. Big seller, dude. Yeah. You know, so luckily the next time I came in. There were soaps at the at the club, and I bought all those soaps. So here's every podcast we do. Apparently, I say a bunch of stuff that I don't even know I say. It's and, fake news, and George. that is what people hold on to. Yeah, you they told you told on. everybody that it like saves some disease or whatever, which is ah, just not. Oh, true. that was me. I said it cured cancer. It doesn't cure cancer. You don't know. You can't prove that it doesn't. It's true. 
Do you have evidence You're not to support making your this better, buddy. What I'm saying is, like this whole protein thing I just said. You, you know what people are going to remember? People are going to remember like that thing. And I'll get some message from somebody, and it'll be like, dude, that was hilarious when you said, and I'll be like, are you, I like to are you eat that? semen. Are you, wh- that? Like, are you uh, whining in a narcissistic fashion? I'm just telling you, like, I've had some people, and I love all you them. guys that, that listen to what I say. It's awesome. <laughs> and, like, they'll say that I said something, and I'm like, I said that? If I said and that, I would be wrong. <laughs> and no, it's not. Ne- and, <laughs> and, 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 and George news. doesn't even drink, which is the funny part. Yeah, that's the problem. Maybe I mean I said a lot. Less I don't. I don't think we should test it. Down. Let's no. not test it. Um, but so all you guys that listen, thank you for listening. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll all back that shit up. That's thank you. Great. We'll I let do George do the it. intro, or maybe uh, maybe uh, Jay will do the intro to this one, and they'll they'll talk more about your soap. Okay. Thanks. Jesus. You guys keep buying the soap. Jesus, just a lot of people buying the soap, man. And uh, and the Riddler will send you a link for so that a million of you can submit your one dollar each. One dollar. Thank you very much. All it's gonna take. One dollar each. We have twenty. All joking aside, and we have have, the Great Northeast Telethon. We have (laughs) phones are available. We haven't seen uh, Jay on the podcast for a little while, so he doesn't know. But there's really serious, heavy changes coming up in 2017. And uh, this place uh, is 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 uh, is going to be a place where like from a pronoun podcast, perspective, like no, big changes, from a cash perspective. We're bringing, we're bringing on some sponsors. Whoa. Hey, hey, hey for real. We've been talking about it for a while, but this is it's really happening. And if there are people out there who have the type of business that would be, uh, you know, like if you're in a mail order type of business, we reach like brides? pretty much mail order only brides, we reach Russians. <laughs> We reached pretty much a great sponsor. Only that would be awesome. You wonder why we don't have sponsors yet. Um, we <laughs> we reach pretty much only people who listen to Brazilian Jiu Jitsu uh, for a reason. They're going to be in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. They are. You guys know how BJJ works. There's not much to buy, and many people believe that what they wear and do is them. So they will use their money to win the battles that they can't on the mat. And uh, we are a good place to advertise your expensive product. So if you would like to do that, get in touch with us uh, through the website, greatnortheastbjj.com. Click on Contact Us. That'll go to me. If you want to get involved, uh, we are doing a couple of thousand people right now, and we're going to be expanding out again over this uh, year coming up. So we will be taking on probably only two two sponsors to start and uh, because we want to leave a little room for Tortuga Soap. As one of the other sponsors. Lined in my pockets with soap. Yes. Soap. Uh, soap. Another, which which regretfully, we don't make much money off, but whatever. It's okay. In, in other news, uh, we got a lot of awesome guests on the podcast lined up for oh, 2017. Yes, we yeah, we uh, we're taking it to the next, or we're taking it to the next level. If you thought, you know, getting, uh, you know, doing multiple podcasts with Chris Howder and these guys was How awesome. How many world champions have we had? We've had a lot of world champs. We've got Tom DeWass. we got, uh, you know, Johnny. We had we have a number of people who have been on here who Quinlan. are fucking beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it just Outer. keeps going on. Yeah, I know. Yep. A lot of, a lot we of, have, I remember Carmel? That was a fucking crazy yeah. thing. Yep. We have, we, we have. For those so of you who didn't think that Joe Bellany was weird enough already, we'll probably have him Chicago on Chicago Fino. Yeah, and there was Chicago. that one. What was, what was that? Oh, Jesus. What was that? That one ep pod, God damn it! It was the guy who who I yeah right fucking Mickey Ward. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> if you haven't gone back and listened to the Mickey Ward thing, fuck you. He was a boxer, right? Jesus, that is so. I, what an experience, man! Yeah. What a year! And we have more. We have we have 
just a big of names. Some yeah. repeats. We're going to talk to some right. of the people we've talked to previously, but a lot of new folks. Yeah. Huge names. We're going after one of our white whales too. Jay doesn't it know yet. Never gets old because I just keep making up new stuff. Yeah. Some of these guys own. We're going to uh, talk okay. about the uh, second uh, inning of the uh, yeah. the Little League World <laughs> Series in season two. Yeah, that's <laughs> great. That fucking BJJ Globetrotters thing you did up there, right? That was unbelievable. Thank George. you, George. Yeah. I mean, we've yeah. Got that'll be a really stuff. good one this year. Yeah. We'll, we'll go back up. Yeah, if we, be, oh, if we be, go back uh, up, that'll be great. Yeah. There'll be there'll be some interesting twists to that. I promise. <laughs> we're not going to tell. We're not going to talk about it right now, but that'll be cool. All right. So cool. Peace out, bitches. Thanks for listening.